0: I think we're good, Nick.
1: Sweet. Sweet. I'm nervous. Are you nervous? Yeah. Why are you nervous? I don't know.
0: (laughs) You must be an expert by now. (laughs) Hold up, hold up. Man, it's um, a bit of of a change from the last couple of episodes. I, I was telling you before, first thing, new room. So... (laughs) <laughs> hello from the new room to our viewers um, yeah so and you you might hear a bit of a uh, drill drilling background mm-hmm. noise too <laughs> yeah so um yeah you can you know the listeners can kind of it's uh you know maybe they find it a bit more ambient ambient noise and that's true real yeah, life here <laughs> yeah it's like a raw, you know, raw <laughs> ambient noise um uh, compared to just being um just being distracting, <laughs> but good to see you, Nick.
1: Yeah, you too. It's been a while. It has. You're looking great. Thanks. The <laughs> so leather jacket vibes. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's winter now. It's cold. It is. Yeah. It's getting pretty cold. How you? How have you been?
1: Um, pretty good. I feel like things have been pretty busy yeah. this whole year. Yeah. But things are always busy, right?
0: <laughs> is it the uh, corporate life?
1: Yeah, yeah, a lot of, um, things going on at work and mm. outside of work. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, um, well, one of the things going on outside the work is kind of initiated by you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you that's know. true. You yeah. can't podcast. blame anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, um, the podcast is going great.
1: Yeah. We've released three episodes now. So mm. it's quite exciting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I well like, you know, for the for the listeners, for the for those that have been living under under the rock, <laughs> can you uh tell us a little bit about your podcast and what yeah. that's about and things?
1: Um yeah, so I meet my friend Amandeep during our internship, mm-hmm. um, where we currently work and we kind of always just would send like business ideas and things like projects to each other back and forth and like never actually do anything about it. And then beginning of last year we met and we were like, okay, we're going to like have like a day where we just do all of this, like brainstorming yeah, um, and then like find like a project or something to work on together. Mm. So that's kind of where it started. And then in the brainstorming we were both talking about, like our experiences being like young women in corporate. Yeah. Um, and, you know, how they always say like the best like business idea or whatever mm. is thinking about the things that your friends and family always ask you for advice on. Right. Um, so that's kind of where it stemmed from because I guess we both started in corporate like a year or two before mm. most of our friends, so mm. they would often come to us for advice. Okay. Um. Yeah, and then from there, that's kind of where the podcast stems. So we just talk about different topics relating to being like a young woman in corporate, and yeah. kind of just discuss topics and things. So hopefully, we can help someone, yeah. someone out who's listening. Yeah, For sure.
0: and so that's what they say. Like, um, so business, you should start something that you are being asked by your friends and family.
1: Yeah, I've heard that um quite a few times. Like, I guess. People always ask you to like review their CVs, and maybe you should right. like start doing that as a business. Yeah, <laughs> <So laughs> that's not me at all. But <laughs> <laughs>
0: was it one of the options on in the brainstorm?
1: No, definitely not. Okay, okay. Like my spelling and stuff is not up to scratch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know if you are allowed to say because it, maybe it's future ideas. But what what were some other things in the brainstorm session?
1: Um. What else did we come up with? We well initially we were thinking um, doing something catered towards high school students oh, okay. um, and like kind of helping them settle into university life or mm. something. But um, we got some advice and we were kind of told it's best to kind of cater towards the people around you mm. and kind of your age group or kind of whatever you're a part of, and yeah. then that can kind of grow with you. Mm. Whereas I think if you, like, if you think long term, if we're 40 year olds still mm. trying to help high school students, <laughs> yeah. that's not really something we would know much about anymore True. or about to relate with. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah.
0: um, well, you know, with a little bit of help from TikTok and. Yeah. ChatGPT. <laughs> <laughs> GPT. <laughs> so was it um always, was it always going to be a podcast or did you think about different platforms and things, things like that?
1: No, we we kinda of did brainstorm mm. um like coming out with a product or a service or something like that. But yeah, we thought just doing like an Instagram and a podcast would probably be the easiest place mm. to start. Yeah. And then we can at least test the idea and see if people are interested. Yeah. Um so our plan was to do like three months of social media and then okay. kind of see if like people would comment or message yeah. or If no one was interested at all, they would be like, go on to the next idea. Oh,
0: so that's Um, even before releasing the first episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm guessing it went well because it's three episodes in now.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, we obviously don't have a huge following, but I think just getting like the comments and messages from people and the interaction and people seem to be responsive when we do polls and ask questions and things. So I think... Yeah, that kind of showed that there is some interest in this topic. Yeah, no,
0: for sure. I yeah. mean, with the latest episode, there was even like a viewer question. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, there's like a demand for it. Yeah. Interest for it. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. How did your idea for this podcast come about?
0: Uh, this one. Yeah. Um, well, kind of similar to you. Um, I always wanted to kind of do something. Yeah. You know, like, um, whatever you call it, like side hustle or hobby or something. So my, um, well, yeah, inspired by like kind of like my brother and his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, they're always kind of like working on a business idea and they, you know, more often than, than not, they execute it pretty well. Yeah. And I, I, I yeah, to me, like, yeah, that's most like, um, I just find that like really cool. I just seeing someone thrive with their own ideas, you know That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's like not only I mean it's a creative work. Yeah. Um even if you're just selling stuff, you know, you have to be creative in how you do it and stuff. Um but also um yeah, just being creative with that and uh I don't know. I think it's something that very something that I value a lot that them trying to like have different sources of income. Mm-hmm. Which, it, which I think could lead to, um, could open up to a lot of other opportunities too. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so, um, yeah, inspired my brother and his wife. I started doing like, um, yeah, different things. Like I started a website once. Oh, um, ah, yeah? Yeah, just talking about like workouts because I was super ah. into like workouts and tennis and things. Yeah. Um, then I moved on to uh, YouTube, um, just like doing coding and programming and, and ah, yes. things like that. Um, so they went pretty well, but, um, so I got to around like 800 subscribers. It's talking ah. about like, you know, co- like data and coding. Yeah. And stuff. I was pretty happy, but, um, so that was just by, by, by myself, right? Yeah. And at one point I was like, um, yeah, I remember like, like I, I made the video, edited it, and I was just about to pu- press publish and I, I felt like, I couldn't do this like ten years down the road and stuff. Right. Yeah, because okay. um, kind of similar to you, I heard this thing that um, when you start something, you know, your ideally it goes well, right? Mm-hmm. And it could, if it goes well, it could be your full time job. Um, you you should think about like the best case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't see myself doing that like full time.
1: Right. Okay. And then
0: I kind of I started thinking about like what I'm into and stuff. Um. And I was like, oh, you know what, like in the space that I'm in, like um, data and programming, um, the kind of the stereotype, and it's true, we're quite like loners. Mm. So we don't really, <laughs> we don't really <laughs> interact with like um, other people. Yeah. Like, let alone like a lot of people don't even show their face or voice. So right. they just code and that's it. Like okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's called ASMR programming. It's uh-huh. it's quite relaxing, yeah. <laughs> um so I thought oh maybe I can interview them. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting to find out like um like if 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 it's their full time or if they're just hobby like like me or um like just uh how how they got started and you know they had way more subscribers than me so and how they went from like zero subscribers to um like you know, tens of thousands of subscribers. Yeah. Um so I did like a couple of interviews with them. Um, and, and I was like, whoa, like, this is actually really fun. Ah, yeah. And, cool. yeah. And I posted those videos and it got like way less views than my other things. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, like, I'm like, I worked on those videos way harder than my yeah. other ones. That's why I was like, oh, I kind of want to do this like all the time in my, at least in my spare time. <laughs> <life." laughs> Maybe we'll become full time on that. But, um, yeah. And then, and I was like, you know what, let's do it, let's yeah. do it. So, yeah, the first, but like you were saying, um, Nick, the first episode, I was so nervous. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I know, I I was so worried about what people would think you, for some you, reason, you, even though I was right? like, I'm really proud of this, and we've yeah. literally been working on it for a year. Yeah. And then... <laughs> When I had to publish it, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so
0: you've been working on it for, for a while then. You and yeah. Dip right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was the first episode recorded at that start of that year that you started working on?
1: We So we did about... I want to say eight months of planning mm. every Sunday.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: So we, um, we use notion yeah. and we kind <laughs> of have it all set up. So we've got like our business plan and our social media <laughs> stuff. Like we're both like very much like planners I and like perfectionists yeah, and just yeah. like everything all sorted <laughs> before we move on to the next <laughs> stage. <laughs> um, so we kind of did that and then started the Instagram. Mm. Round September last year, hmm. um, and then that's when we started like recording the interview episodes. Oh, cool. And the plan was to get the um, podcast out earlier, mm. but yeah, some things happened and yeah. it got delayed to this year. But um, yeah, we we did actually re-record quite a few episodes. Is that right? yeah. yeah, yeah. There would be um, issues with the sound, oh. which was really frustrating, yeah. or. We would have said something, and then we listened to it, and we're like, "Oh, we could like do this better," right. or "Yeah, I don't know." Yeah. we're both really struggled <laughs> with just putting stuff out there that's not perfect. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah. it's
0: um. So say the first episode. How many takes did it take?
1: Um, I think that one was only two. That was okay. one of the last <laughs> ones we recorded. So <laughs> like, only, only two. two yeah. <laughs>
0: What was the um like what what's the episode that took the most takes?
1: Um I think it was probably episode two okay. because we did try recording that back in June or July mm. last year. Whoa. Um it's the very first episode we um tried recording yeah. and we kind of used that topic to just like, play around with how we would structure it Mm. and um, the sound quality and how we would edit it um, and all of that. And Mm. we kind of, the first take we did, we listened to it and we were like, we sound like robots. Like, we were (laughs) just reading off a script and then, because obviously, like, our episodes are quite informational, so we do need to have some Mm. sort of script or, like, information um, prepared. So then we'd, like, do another take where we, like, looked at the script less and tried mm. to kind of have some banter like, yeah <laughs> so it's taken a while for us to figure out like I guess what style of yeah yeah podcast we want to do true
0: true that there must be pretty rough like finding the balance between having a script and you know just letting things flow you can't yeah, really script yeah. banter right <laughs> yeah we're
1: definitely still working on it but I think Episode three was the last one we recorded mm. for this season, yeah. um, and it's definitely the one we're most proud of. So, yeah, yeah I think we finally got there. So, yeah. hopefully, for next season, yeah, it's a bit better. Yeah. No,
0: I was gonna say episode three to me sounded like most natural. Yeah, for you guys. yeah, yeah, and um, so I I listened to it during work. Um. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it, it was um it was very wholesome like i was like smiling cuz <laughs> it was so nice like cuz i remember um when you said notion like i remember you guys joking about yeah <laughs> like, <Notion laughs> and things and Aww. i'm like whoa, like that that just felt so genuine yeah,
1: yeah 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 so i yeah i think it can be hard like that balance between mm. wanting to make it actually come across as professional and like you've actually prepared for it and yeah it's going to be valuable for people to listen to. Right. Yeah. Versus showing like part of your personality as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just practice. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And yeah. I think, um, so, um, did you, are those episodes kind of recorded like all last year's kind of thing?
1: Um, the interview ones were all recorded last year. Mm. Um, but most of the ones that are just, um and deep and I were this year.
0: Oh yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. And, um, so the third episode, was that like recorded before the weekend that it was released?
1: Um, yes, oh, that one nice. was, I think. Yeah. 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 yeah we, um, we're trying to kind of pre-record. So now we're actually thinking about season two, even yeah. though season one's just started coming out. Yeah. Um, so I feel like when it's your side hustle, that yeah. can be tricky, right? Oh, it is tricky, it yeah. Yeah. especially
0: with um, having a co-host it must be trickier because yeah. you have to kind of like find the common time to do it yeah
1: yeah, right there, right? yeah. do you you've um, pre-recorded a few of yours as well haven't you yeah yeah I've, yeah.
0: I've got um, seven in the bank
1: oh wow yeah
0: Yeah. Um, so this will be my eighth yeah um, yeah and yeah I told myself like okay like I'll record five because I want to be consistent right yeah um, and then start releasing right I, I got to five i'm like okay i'll record seven <laughs> I'll <start releasing. laughs> so yeah pressing published was hard because yeah. i was like oh can i can i do this consistently yeah well that's the goal right yeah yeah, yeah. so every tuesday is for you
1: yeah mm. yeah are you doing one a week as well yeah every tuesdays yeah, tuesday is, yeah. No. So- <laughs> i don't know why tuesday eh? apparently it's the yeah, best day
0: <laughs> how do you guys cho- choose it
1: uh, we did research. Oh, yeah. Apparently, yeah. Tuesday morning is the best time to release. Is that so, right? Yeah, Tuesday morning. So, so. you chose while. Six <laughs> thirty.
0: <laughs> what what time? Six
1: thirty. Uh yeah, six a.m. <laughs> Same as mine. Ah. Same as mine.
0: <laughs> well, a um, bit of a competitor. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're in different space, so we can <laughs> we can share common common yeah, listeners, yeah. you know. <laughs> so how um. How did you meet, oh, I think you met Amandeep at uh, your work, right? Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: we both started as interns um, in the same cohort, mm. and I think it was a 10-week internship. Mm. Um, and yeah, I kind of moved up to Auckland, didn't know anyone here. Yeah. So yeah, I became really great friends with her oh, and kind of went from there. Yeah,
0: was yeah. that um, ASB? Yeah. ASB, right, yeah. And yeah. are you st-
1: still there, Nick? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, haven't no. left. <laughs> haven't left.
0: And um, I think in the third episode, you said Amandeep's still an intern. Is that right?
1: Ah, uh, she's a graduate. Oh, she's yep. a graduate.
0: That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah.
1: she did the internship and then she still had one year of uni left. Mm. So she went back to uni and then came back to ASV as a grad. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas I just decided I wasn't yeah. going back to Dunedin. So. I mean, I'd already graduated, I was planning to do more study, but Mm -hmm. um, I decided to just roll off the internship and start working full-time. Yeah, and that's a
0: really interesting story, like, oh, yeah, I think, like, because you started from um, neuroscience and psychology background, and going from that to um, the corporate world. Um, Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was actually just talking to someone about it last night. Um, I think at uni, we kind of see do engineering, become an engineer, (laughs) do law, become a lawyer, do medicine, become a doctor. (laughs) And you just kind of see those pathways, like the professional pathways and Like that's my plan was to do medicine. Mm. Um, But I came up and did this internship and then working in corporate, I realized there's just so many jobs and opportunities Mm. like I'd never ever heard of. And there were like these job titles and it's like, oh, what's that? Like, (laughs) what does that even mean? Um, So I think I realized there's just, there's so much opportunity working in corporate and If I was to do medicine, like Mm, that would be my career for life, probably. Yeah. Um, Whereas in corporate, you can kind of just learn all these different skills and move around if you want to. And probably more transferable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
0: um, what's the internship role you got into?
1: Um, I always find it really hard to explain. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... In, um, back office, there's like, <laughs> I guess there's project kind of teams. Okay. Um, it's all agile. I don't mm. know if you're familiar yeah, with
0: like Trello boards and yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah.
1: So it's kind of looking for, um, the most valuable little projects that a team can work on with mm. like a quick turnaround okay. to make the biggest difference for a customer.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Um. So it's kind of just working on all these little quick ones, right? Um. Like improving processes and mm. yeah, it, it could literally be anything. Yeah. But um, that's the space that I was in, and oh, okay. <laughs> straight out of uni, it was very confusing. Yeah. That yeah. Like
0: you got really dropped dropped in the deep end kind of thing yeah, yeah like
1: it's called the tribe and then the little teams within the tribe are called squads okay. um and then your meetings are called like scrums okay yeah it's like literally all this terminology and i was like
2: what are people talking about
1: and there were all these like banking acronyms and i was just like i'd literally sit in meetings and yeah. have to write down all these <laughs> words i didn't know and then ask afterwards what they yeah. meant Oh,
0: yeah cool. so do you help them like um, prioritize project and or run the project and things like that? Um,
1: I was kind of just floating in my team and would just help mm-hmm. out with whatever needed to be done. yeah um, at one point that was emailing all frontline staff right. once a day yeah. um, updating them on what our um, backlog was looking like mm-hmm. for home loans and um, yeah, other things were like trying to help optimize processes Mm. and to do that we would interview different frontline staff and understand what their pain points were and kind of what the easiest things we could fix for them were um yeah all sorts of different work which is really cool yeah that is cool
0: and is there similar work you're doing now no completely different is there Uh, yeah. yeah so what's the um Take us through the journey of your <laughs> <laughs> career so far Nick. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I at the beginning of my internship, yeah. I was kind of like I had the mindset that I was just here for ten weeks. Mm, so that's true. was like I want to meet as many people as I can across okay. the bank okay. and understand exactly like what role I would want to move into. And what was
0: the um motivation for that? because yeah, when you went in there. You were there for 10 weeks, right? Yeah. Um, and the plan was to go back to Otago to study yeah. medicine. And so you might have thought, like, oh, it's just to get extra income. Of right. <laughs> and that's uh, well But it sounds like you were already quite motivated when you went in there.
1: Uh, yeah. I'm yeah. honestly not sure what motivated that part of mm. me. I think part of it was probably the difficulty getting into the internship mm, program. Right. Um, I think that there were around fifteen hundred people that applied for okay. ten roles.
0: For fifteen roles.
1: Ten roles. Oh, yeah, ten roles. Damn. So first of all, it's like a I have no idea how I made it. Like yeah. I don't have a commerce background. Right, right. That's and B, really like dumb. I better make the most of this opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's tough. That's yeah. So
0: tough. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but, um, yeah, so I was pretty much like, I just want to meet as many people as I can and kind of understand different areas of the bank Mm -hmm. and what they do. Um, and one of the first people that I kind of reached out to and had a coffee with Mm -hmm. worked in commercial banking. Okay. Um, and it sounded really interesting because they go and meet clients, they have to look at the financials and do analysis and all of this. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of like, oh, that sounds really interesting. Um, yeah. commercial they had development programs Mm. so they would kind of train you up on everything you needed to know for each role and Mm. you could kind of move through that way um whereas the area I was interning in didn't have a clear career path Mm. um because I think the work was kind of so varied um you'd kind of just jump on whatever project needed to be done um so I was like oh that sounds quite interesting and yeah, by the end of my internship, I decided that commercial was where I wanted to move to. Ah,
0: and did you have um, kind of, did they let you just jump onto it straight away or did you have to apply? And
1: No, I applied for three roles oh, okay. before I got an associate role oh, yeah. in commercial. Yeah. Um, oh. So I ended up staying in the um, projects team for about eight months, I think, mm. in total. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and then moved across to commercial and my current team and Ah. then managed to get an account manager role after that. Yeah, good
2: on
0: you. you. Was that like um, the person that uh, you had to catch up with, was it kind of the cold email kind of thing? Yeah, totally. Yeah.
1: Damn. Yeah, I um I would just search for our um, company intranet. Yeah. And like look up different areas. So I'd be like commercial banking yeah. and then like see who was in there and like yeah. just email a manager or whatever yeah. and be like, "Hey, I'm an intern." Yeah. <laughs> But I think that's, like, one of the benefits of being an intern mm. or a grad. You can just be like, hey, I'm a grad. Like, I want to know more about what <laughs> you do. And people are normally, like, super willing to, yeah. like, spend time with you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'll be worried, like, oh, like, I'm just an intern. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, because, um, yeah, I'm in deep. still on the grad program. And recently she's mm. just been shadowing people in different areas yeah, of the back. Yeah. So they're not even, like. The grad roles are kind of um, separated into different areas. Mm. So she's in like the design and strategy one. So she rotates through those teams. Mm. But recently she came and shadowed my team for two days. And then she shadowed product for a day. And people are just yeah super willing to kind of help. And I think there's just a big focus on that development side of things. True,
0: true. Oh, well, good on ASB. Because the culture must be quite encouraging like that too at ASB to enable that.
1: Yeah, I mean it's the only company I've worked at full time, so I yeah. don't have anything to compare <laughs> it to. But yeah, I there definitely is a good culture and people yeah. are really supportive. Yeah. Yeah. Very
0: true. Um when you're looking for the internship, mm-hmm. um, I mean which you eventually did it at ASB, but did you think about doing something related to what you were studying then?
1: Um I didn't really know about too many opportunities mm. related to mm. science yeah. um, that I could do just for the summer. Yeah. Um, I did apply for a like, mini research project for okay. that summer. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I ended up deciding to go with the internship instead. Right. Um, I do feel that in commerce at uni there are mm. a lot more practical opportunities. Mm like interning and like work experience and just things to be a part of. Mm. um, Whereas I didn't really feel like we had that so much in science. Yeah. 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 I I
0: come from science too, and that's how it feels, right? Mm. Yeah. Like um, I know in engineering, you know, like for example, they have like the hours to fill, right? Yeah. And with that, um, because companies are aware, there are opportunities to fill those hours. So it comes a little bit easier, yeah. I feel like.
1: Yeah, for... because that's a more practical yeah. course, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And um, sometimes I wish, like, because I studied maths, mm-hmm. sometimes I wish it was a little bit like that with math too. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Do you think you would have continued on and done your PhD if there were more kind of work opportunities? So, or
0: That's a good question. That's a good <laughs> question. I think... Um, I would have to say, um, no, mm-hmm. I, I reckon if, um, cause I, I, you know, Matt's like really, uh, it's, uh, it's re- a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of, um, kind of like romance that comes out of it. And <laughs> like, as in like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've never heard that before. No. <laughs>
0: Well, here's, here's a whole new romance (laughs) for you, Nick. Um, I think there's some kind of, I don't know, maybe, maybe just, uh, me being a math nerd too, but, um, I think there's something romantic about studying when there's no kind of practical applications. Oh, yeah. Or like it might, you might not necessarily make money out of it. Mm Um, you like an art, right? Like you might not, you know, you might paint. It it might not necessarily generate anything else except Mm, kind of the enjoyment of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I, I, I did have a lot of romance about maths, but, um, yeah, getting into, getting outside of uni and getting in the kind of the, um, non-academic world. I, now I really enjoy kind of applying things to be applied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. To, to things. And I, I see a lot of like, um, I get a lot of enjoyment and fun out of that. Yeah. So I reckon if I had a taste of that earlier, I, I would feel like, okay, I want to kind of stick around. Yeah. To right. keep doing this. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's one of those things. Um, well, I was going to ask you too, Nick. Um, like for me, thinking about that sometimes isn't as easy because, uh, in some sense, does that mean I regret studying PhD? Cause PhD is a mm. big time commitment, right? Three or four years you get paid. You, you get scholarship, which is getting paid below minimum wage. Yeah. Um, plus uh, the opportunity cost of that is not only the like the money side, but also the um, like building of the career kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So in some some ways, like you're three or four years behind cool. um, or depending on the area and, and things as well. But at least for me, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so I kind of think like, um, I haven't had, I haven't asked myself the hard question of <laughs> do I then regret studying PhD? Yeah. Um, I don't know, like in some sense, no, but I don't know if I'm kind of pursuing, my, you know, <laughs> pursuing myself that, um, persuading myself that <laughs> it's enough. Um, yeah. What about you? Do you wish, um, like, uh, you studied something else at uni at all or?
1: Um, I mean, looking back, I don't mm. think I don't think there's any way I would have picked anything else oh, okay. um, and I did really, really enjoy my degree, oh, cool. um, particularly the psychology. it was yeah. just so fascinating yeah. um, and I think no matter what like for undergrad, no matter what degree mm. you study, you learn quite similar skills and it's not about. Yeah. The specific knowledge you learn, I think mm. it's more about the skills you develop. Right. Um, and I think if I did commerce, then yes, yeah. I would would have had a more skills relevant to commercial mm. banking coming in. But I've done courses since at work that have taught me what I need to know for banking. Yeah. And there is no degree for banking anyway. Right. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, and I mean when I've. When I've been in job interviews, mm. people are always like, oh, you've done psychology. Yeah. You must understand people. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Of course. I <laughs> yeah, think. Yeah. I th- yeah, sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: well, you, you should have been like, oh, judging by your body language, you're skeptical yeah. <laughs> <about> that. <laughs> Well, is that. Well, is there some truth to that, like understanding people and studying psychology?
1: I don't know. I think mm. it's... It's hard to know because I have studied it, but like, it's not something I really think about. Um, like the course at least at Otago, um, Mm. is very theory based Mm. and you're learning a lot more about, um, like if there was like a lesion in this area of the brain, like how would that affect how someone behaves? Um, it's not about like reading people and like all those types of like workplace kind of things. (laughs) Um, so I'm not sure. Ah. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, the degree was very theory based. So yeah.
0: (laughs) True, true, true. So maybe, um, (laughs) <laughs> you can see
1: I just nod and smile like yeah Notice. yeah sure <laughs> I reckon
0: that's a that's a great body language you know yeah Not and smile you know that gets you a long way yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> no but you know that that means um you can see people and guess uh which which part of the brain <laughs> they, they have a legion great skill to have right <laughs> <laughs> you should get your brain checked
1: <laughs> Oh, yeah, cool. I think it's probably more, like, the skills, like, being able to read a piece mm. of research and kind of critique it or think about yeah. different things. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's probably more mm. that side of things that I would say has yeah. been beneficial rather than the actual, like, facts yeah. that I learned. Yeah. Yeah,
0: critical thinking. Yeah. And, yeah. things like that. I guess, like, writing. Do you do much writing?
1: A little oh, bit, yeah. Um, yeah, we did do some writing, it was definitely a skill to be able to read yeah. like 50 different pieces yeah. of um, yeah. research, right, and then condense it down, which yeah. I'm sure is what you had to learn as well. Yeah, yeah, true, yeah. true.
0: Um, and ChatGPT is doing that.
1: <laughs> I wish we had that when we were at uni. Yeah,
0: oh, so do you want to use ChatGPT now or not?
1: A little bit. I did get it to write a podcast script oh, <laughs> and come oh. up with some topic ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How did it um, cuz I was struggling with like the name of it, like uh like the name of the podcast. Oh, um like okay. I didn't yeah. come up with the name until like I was like three podcasts in. Right. Um and um I ended up stealing um another podcast title. <laughs> um, but I asked Chet GPT, like, okay, like, this is what I wanted to, want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, what should my podcast be called? And he was throwing some ideas, right? And, um, I kind of felt, uh, a little bit like, um, felt a bit dirty choosing one of those. Did you feel <laughs> <laughs> Like, I kind of felt like the humans being defeated by a, yeah. a machine. So I felt. There's a better that isn't there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to pick these. Like. Yeah did you feel those at all or am I just being a bit um humanist or
1: yeah I like mean I think suspicious. the skill that school and things is going to move more towards is going to be being able to kind of position the questions yeah so well that it can come back with what That's you're true. wanting right yeah. so I think there's a skill in yeah being able to ask it for what you want mm. so I guess that might make you feel a bit better yeah <laughs> <laughs> so well done for asking
0: because <laughs> um, you studied psychology and neuroscience, right? Mm-hmm. yeah, um, that's kind of related to a i right or not as much
1: um I mean, I think you can probably relate psychology and neuro to pretty much everything because yeah. it's about the brain and yeah. like how humans behave that's and true. react to things, so. Yeah, I think it probably would have been a big part of mm. developing it. Yeah. Because um, at the end of the day, if there's a human at the end of mm. something, then you've got to think about all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: for sure. For sure. Did you do you know much about like the neural links that Tesla's like working on?
1: No, I haven't actually looked into that. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. No. No, I, I don't know
0: much. So I was going to ask you. Um, what's going on with no,
1: that it is a bit scary i think
0: <laughs> oh, it's scary what do you think about that like um, st- after studying human brain because i think all these like ChatGPT and things the core of it is to mim- mimic human brain mm. right um yeah what do you what do you think are you are you scared about like what might come out of neural links and are you worried or is there still distant future you reckon or
1: I just think about, like, movies like The Matrix yeah. or, like, even Wally And I'm, like, <laughs> I w- like one day we're just going to be, like, sitting in those like, <laughs> big chairs, like, yeah. with no reason to move. Yeah,
0: I know, right? Just our goggles on. Yeah. Yeah. And just talking to each other, you know, we don't have to speak.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. And, like, with the metaverse, yeah. um, I haven't heard much about that recently, mm. but... If we can do, like, work meetings yeah. in the Metaverse yeah. and we don't actually have to be in a physical location, <laughs> like, it's pretty scary.
0: The Metaverse has kind of gone downhill since yeah. it came out. Which gives me um, a bit of hope that maybe we're still further away <laughs> than we think. It's been worked done by, like, Facebook or the Meta company, yeah. which is, like, one of the bigger companies in the world. So maybe it's... Um, apparently they um, had a like a metaverse fashion show Ah. Oh. like the other day <laughs> and, and yeah I, from what i heard it didn't go down well uh-huh. yeah which you can kind of guess right yeah like, i don't know doesn't really interest me too much like
1: no i yeah, yeah. at the end of the day it's yeah. just like it's not like physical reality, <laughs> it's not right? Physical, yeah. So I feel like seeing a fashion show yeah. virtually just wouldn't be the same. Yeah, either. I think
0: um. So the I watched a video on it, and someone had a good point. Like, um, I think it's um the physical part of it is part of it, but there is still um track kind of appeal to it because you know people play games and people buy yeah, cosmetic skins. True. Um, and but they said like this one's a bit, so that's what kind of they're trying to do, but this one's a bit different. Like games are a bit different because you get to use those skins. You know, you mm. play in games and you you see it, and other people see it. Yeah. Whereas with metaverse, right now at least, it's no one sees it. <laughs> no. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it does make you think a lot about what the future, even within our lifetime, is going to look I know, like. Right. I, yeah.
0: yeah. Someone said, "Um, we'll be the last person." And like last uh, generation, where we wouldn't have any like modification,
2: right? Uh, you know what
0: I mean, like yeah. enhancement, like because uh, say like you get G, Ch- you can get ChatGPT installed in your brain, mm. and everyone does it, then you it's it's tough competing against ChatGPT, yeah, right, yeah,
1: for sure.
0: So you 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 might want to do it too, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it might just be required in the workplace one day, right? Like
0: In your CV or your announcements. Yeah,
1: Yeah, because I always just think about like a really simple example, which Mm. is like, I wonder if my children would ever have to learn to drive and I don't think they would.
0: You don't think they would?
1: I don't know, like with Mm. the technology and self-drive cars. I know, right? Like that, that might be something they just never have to learn, which I, is crazy. I
0: was, I was thinking, like, just the other day, um, we're, we're going out for dinner tonight with some friends and we're like sorting out like silver drivers and if we should take Uber or, you know, like, yeah. And I was, I'm thinking, like, man, I reckon in like 30 years down the road, mm. this will be like such an ancient problem. Yeah, that's you know true. What I mean? Like, yeah. I reckon, I reckon, you know, we'll talk about like, you remember when we had to used to like, Stay sober to drive. <laughs> At least we have to pick a sober driver. Sober D will not exist anymore. Yeah, I reckon.
1: That's so interesting. Head, yeah, yeah, I kind of just picture a world where it's all self-drive, like Ubers, and you just like
0: yeah.
1: walk out to the road and then, I don't know, the chip in your brain or whatever <laughs> tells the car like you, where you want to go and you just True. hop in and it goes like.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't even have to book it. You just kind no. of like communicate that way. <laughs> oh my goodness
1: crazy crazy
0: <laughs> they're um another crazy thing like uh um have you heard of mk ultra
1: no oh
0: mk ultra is like um well i don't know how much of it is uh well it's a legit project i think it was run by like fbi or cia or something um and they were looking into like brainwashing people and um, basically how, how you, what you can do to control people, like do what do you know, make them do whatever mm-hmm. you order them to do kind of thing. Um, well, I'm getting a bit sidetracked here because I was getting into something. Um, so in China, apparently they conducted, um, well, it's not as reliable because it's coming from China. So a lot mm-hmm. of it is probably filtered and there's other information that's, um, not true in there mm-hmm. but but um kind of common knowledge is that they did this study that's kind of similar to mk Ultra, but a little bit different but they tried to solve um like uh uh stds in infants so um so i think by i think something like injecting or um like the pregnant ladies taking pills or right. injecting them with like certain, you know, experimental things. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they were trying to, uh, like, I don't know, develop immunity to STDs or HIVs or, um, or cure it, or one, one of those two. Yeah. Right. Uh, I should, I should know better. Right? <laughs> well, well, something like that. Yeah, but, um, yeah. The main kind of the, um, uh, like, uh, w- what happened to that was, um, I don't know if that, what they were aiming for was successful but apparently like the common things with those babies that were born with that um, apparently their IQ was higher than average oh that's pretty interesting yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah and it's kind of you know makes you think like you know say you know you're pregnant and someone says oh like if you take this drugs your kid will be smarter like Would you not want
1: to do that, you know? That's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's crazy.
0: And kids that didn't do that, you know, they they might feel a bit bad.
1: Yeah. Mm. Missing out. I think we're going to have to have a hard look at what our values are, right?
0: Hard, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the AI ethics and... Yeah, and things the privacy and.
1: I mean, I saw the um, developers of ChatGPT mm. actually wanted to put it on hold until right? there's more policy around it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's what Elon Musk was saying too. That we're, we're going moving way too fast mm. with the AI.
1: I mean, we're at risk of so much misinformation, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Because ChatGPT, even even then, like, um, do you use much of that ChatGPT? Chat
1: a little, a little bit a little but bit, yeah. yeah i don't use it like day to day right right yeah because
0: right. we use it at work right and so we only know it from like kind of the coding side yeah but quite often like um oh how do we do this and it, it spits out and we copy and paste that and yeah it wouldn't work and we're like <laughs> we tell them it wouldn't because you know that's a kind of a form of misinformation right yeah um and then we tell them it doesn't work and then they say oh like Sorry about that. It, it, tr- it tries to correct itself, but quite often it, it can't. Right. There's like a limit okay. to it. Yeah. There's, de- there's definitely a limit to it. So it's not perfect yeah. right now. But yeah, like, you know, it would be so difficult for the model to tell what's real news. Yeah. I not. mean,
1: I think if you think about writing essay or something mm. at uni, Yeah, normally you have to look up a topic and go through all of the research yeah. and find all the different like points you want to make and then kind of consolidate that together yeah. and you kind of know where the information's come from because you go direct to the source. That's true. But if you can just search up and chat GPT, write an essay on this, yeah. and then I'm pretty sure it can do the references for you throughout it. But mm. like, who would actually put in the effort to go and check I the, like, that. original sources. Yeah. They'll just be like, oh, cool, that's it, copy, For paste. Sure. For sure. Yeah.
0: For sure, because you'll you be competing against all the other people that doesn't check it and yeah. just copy and paste that. And I think, um, yeah, even even with um, kind of the bias of things too, because mm. you'll be biased, like, uh, it, just because you're modeling it based on, like, the real... Real, um, real data. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there was um experiment to like say something good about. Um, I think someone typed like say something good about Donald Trump, and like there wasn't much. Right. Like well, like I don't know. Like I think it's, I think it like kind of refused to do it. It didn't refuse. It can't refuse to do it. But um, yeah, it, there was different to. Um, that versus say something good about, say, Bernie Sanders or something. And apparently there was, like, a visible difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that's, that's interesting, eh? yeah.
1: Yeah. I guess everything is biased. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You can't really help it.
1: But I guess with AI, a lot of people wouldn't expect that. Mm. Yeah.
0: But you're kind of still basing it on what humans written. Yeah. Yeah, All the datas
1: yeah comes from
0: that and things.
1: Yeah, I recently read a book. It's called Invisible Woman. Yeah. Um, and that's about gender bias and data. Mm. And yeah, my flatmate who, <laughs> who worked with Kita was like, Yeah, how did you not know all of this? Of course data's biased. And I was reading it and I was like, This is like mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> like remember. our whole like society is created off this like data which was like based mostly on studies on males. Yeah. I was like, I've never thought about that before. <laughs> yeah, no. I think yeah. one of my
0: friends read it. Um, oh yeah. And I think he was saying stuff like like the voice recognition and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's yeah, that that's that is pretty mind blowing. I didn't I never thought about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's really interesting.
0: Mm, I um after hearing your podcast, I uh requested it at the library.
1: Oh. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But
0: I'm in queue. Twenty p- other people want it. Oh wow. Yeah, so
1: yeah, I haven't actually finished it yet. I oh, got okay. um most of the way through <laughs> mm-hmm. and then I don't know, it it's like really a really good book and it gives mm. you so much information, but by that point I was kind of like I've just read so many of the issues. Yeah. I just need a break, <laughs> break from that.
0: <laughs> Do you um usually read books a lot or
1: I I actually just brought a Kindle in December. Oh, I cool. didn't used to read anything. Yeah. Um and I've just started reading. The Kindles helped a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. Nice, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Is there, so you're reading Invisible Woman.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anything else that you've read recently?
1: Um, I've been reading a lot of fiction mm. books, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to get into get into it. Okay. Like what? Yeah. Um, I've read quite a lot of Colleen Hoover. Okay. No, it's like know. one of the TikTok like oh. famous books oh, cool. um yeah it's, yeah it's been good i feel like reading's really beneficial because mm. it kind of just gets you out of your world into Heck, another world yeah. and like yeah
0: yeah for sure for sure um by the way um i've got so much some drinks
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> so
0: there's uh non-alcoholic and you're going to bottomless brunch after.
1: I there. am, yeah.
0: So I, I got, I got, I was like, you know, you,
1: want, you
0: want to head start at, Yeah, Amanda. yeah. So I've got a bit of summer speed too. Aww. Yeah. Would you like any, anything?
1: Yeah. I'll grab one of those.
0: Yeah, go for it. Go, oh, oh, yeah. Go right after you. Sweet. <laughs> it's, uh, 10 a.m. <laughs> well, cheers. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for being here,
1: Nick. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having
0: stuff. me. <laughs> no, it's um great to have you here. Um, what's the so um your podcast? uh for those of you who don't know, it's she takes on corporate. Mm-hmm. She takes on corporate. Um, so you're doing it like season seasonally.
1: Yeah. So our plan is to do eight episodes per season. Mm. Um. At the moment, we're trying to figure out how long of a break we can take between each season without our listeners dropping off. Right, right. Um, So we're just, yeah, figuring that out now. But yeah, we've started planning for season two already, which is quite exciting. Yeah.
0: So will you, have you got all your first season ready?
1: Yeah. It's all ready to go now. It's ready to go. Yeah.
0: And it's three seasons, three episodes already. Yeah. Yeah. It goes by quite quick, huh?
1: It does. Yeah. Yeah. I think keeping up with, like, the social media, yeah. um, that in itself takes so much time. Um, yeah. I can see how it can very quickly become a full-time job for people just yeah. based on the amount of time um, and effort it takes. For sure. But, yeah, it's been fun. And like like you said, it kind of uses the creative side, yeah. which is really cool. And, yeah. yeah, my job is a lot of numbers, so <laughs> it's really nice to have a project on the side where – can talk about like colors and yeah. like different topics to discuss, and yeah, it's, it's been fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, your social media is like really professional.
1: Yeah, thanks. Yeah. like the we videos. Put, like a color palette together and everything. <laughs> <like.
0: laughs> you talk about the color palette you know, in your last episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, who who came up with like the kind of design and because even the logo and stuff.
1: Yeah. I love the logo. Thanks. Yeah. Um we got someone on Fiverr to do the mm-hmm. little um image of us too. Yeah, that's um, cool. But we created all of the um like post designs on Canva. Mm. They're all templates that mm. are ready oh, nice. to go. Yeah. Um and the podcast cover art as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I noticed that uh, because um, I think it's like there's like a drawing of you two mm-hmm. at the front and then the writing like she takes on corporate and um, I noticed there's like a little C at the corner. Yeah. And I was like, damn, like it's just little details like that. I was like, whoa, like, um, yeah, it's cool. It just makes it look so professional.
1: Yeah. We took a lot of inspiration from Girls That Invest. Oh, uh, Yeah. yeah they have the little G on each post and oh, cool. there's another one called girl boss that has a little G as well. Okay. Um, and it just kind of keeps it consistent. And I think if the post comes up on someone's page, hey. you want them to recognize it as yours straight away. So
0: <laughs> this is going big. Yeah. Going these big. are like all
1: the little things we research yeah. before, like even putting anything out there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But that's cool though. I, th- I feel like that's what you need to do to Yeah. Have a brand. Yeah. Which exactly. is the third episode of your podcast. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then we chose blue as our main color. We've blue. got some other colors in there, but blue's mm. like the main brand color, I guess, because um, we found that mm. a lot of Instagram accounts and things catered towards women are always pink. Oh, we like, okay. We just, we just don't want to do like the females and pink kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, um, yeah. We wanted to do it a bit different. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, good, on you. good yeah. on you. And
0: blue is a good one too, because I feel like blue boys you <laughs> girls so yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah i don't pretty,
0: know came up pretty well
1: yeah we just yeah we're trying to post every day at the moment yeah so. i
0: noticed that is that you doing it or i do you share that um
1: we share it so i'm in deep does the um posts and the reels and everything mm. and then i do the stories and the editing of the podcast mm. um so we've kind of separated it out like that yeah. but we have a table in notion where we we have so many like ideas for posts like it's at the beginning we found it really hard to come up with ideas or know kind of what what we wanted to like post about but we really refined kind of our pillars on like what topics we'll do um and now whenever we come up with an idea, like mm. in the shower or whatever, <laughs> we, I just like go and like add it into our little table yeah, and yeah. yeah, I'm in deep, just like grabs all the ideas and puts them in Canva and post it. So right. yeah, trying to become like efficient and have like yeah. the least resistance possible For to sure. just get stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's
0: what you need to do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. so what's going on with the with notion (laughs) should i be using this or you should you should should? is it free
1: yeah yeah. okay good start i've got keter onto it so i feel like you'd like it so what's
0: what's notion is that it's like a note-taking app right
1: uh kind of a lot of people use it at university now Mm. um it's I'm not going to explain it very well because, yeah. like, I don't know, like, computer stuff. Okay. <laughs> but, like, it's kind of like a mini website and you mm. kind of just create it however you want to. So you can create your pages and you can create, like, links to things. Right. And, like, I don't know what it's called, but, like, you, can, <laughs> we can have a page. Like, a, we've got a dashboard right. and it's got our tables with our social media and then a table for our podcast okay. and then a calendar at the bottom. Right. Um, and then on there, I'll have, like, podcast, Instagram, um, our brand, uh, business plan, all of these headings, and you can click on it, and then it takes you to the next page. Okay. So, it's kind of, yeah.
0: Like, a, so, it's, like, more of a dashboard, dashboard than a...
1: Kind yeah, of. That's yeah. kind of how we've set it up. But, yeah. Um, yeah, you can do, like, note-taking on it, set up tables, yeah. calendars. Um, we've got a Kanban.
0: Can can oh yeah the, can the um, board
1: kind of to do doing yeah, done. Yeah yeah. So we also use that for uh, other things. True, um true. yeah, no, it's really good you get on it.
0: <laughs> There's a, um uh, 'cause I, I've looked into different note taking apps. Um did, did you do that research on that and kind of decided on Notion or is Notion kind of coming from the corporate world?
1: No, no. Hmm. Um Amandeep um, was already using Notion for mm. her personal life. Okay, so Damn. she had a page set up for like all her personal stuff, her a... goals, everything—like crazy organized. Yeah, yeah. I need
0: to have Amandeep Deep on this too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we kind of set it up something, set up something very basic to begin with, and then mm. kind of created it to tailor how we want to um, yeah. run it now. But true, true. Yeah, no, I haven't used it at work, but I think it could potentially be really useful. Yeah. Bring it
0: to the agile workflow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there is another one called like Ink Drop or something. Ah, okay. Yeah. um, And that one was cool because um, like the creator of that, there's like a solo developer Mm -hmm. and he has um, like a YouTube channel. Right. And he does ASMR programming. Uh That's how I know that
1: one. (laughs) Nice.
0: (laughs) But his videos are like, so he's from Japan.
1: Uh, yeah. Have you been to Japan before? No, I haven't. Oh, you like traveling, right? I want right? to,
0: yeah. Oh man, like um, I haven't done much traveling, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But Japan is one of my favorite countries to uh, travel to. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people say it too. Yeah. So, yeah One of
1: my colleagues Just went there And it looked incredible Oh my goodness She saw like The cherry blossoms everything yeah. And just the so food good. Looks so good <laughs> Food
0: so good People yeah. are so friendly Yeah It's so easy to travel Because I don't speak Japanese mm-hmm. um, uh, s- Still so Like so Foreigner friendly
2: Right Okay um,
0: And Yeah just anywhere The pictures you take mm-hmm. Anywhere Just pure vibes Oh <laughs> <laughs> You can't take that. <laughs> Do it for the gram. Do <laughs> it for the gram. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's just a different world there. Um, yeah. Have you seen much like Japanese um, like movies and things like?
1: No, I haven't actually. True. True. Like yeah. there's like a,
0: uh, the studio that makes like the um, the animation movies like oh, yeah? Spirited Away and, uh, yeah, but. So there's like a certain like nostalgic feeling you get from uh, this movie, yeah. and Japan's like it's just that That's exactly in like real that. life. Yeah. right. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> you went to Europe recently, right? Yes. Yeah. How was that? Dude,
1: it was awesome. Yeah. It's my first time. First time in Europe. Yep. Yeah. First trip away that wasn't with family as oh, well. Oh, big um, stack. Yep. Adulting. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. I would love to move somewhere soonish. is that right yeah
0: yeah what would happen to um the podcast
1: we'll keep going yeah, yeah just
0: do it over zoom or yeah or something. yeah i think so yeah where would, would you move to europe
1: i don't know i've i've got a few friends who are planning to move to australia mm. and then some that are planning to move to europe yeah. and i just don't know how you decide <laughs> Right. Like, yeah. if you could I, literally go anywhere, how do you decide where to go?
0: It's too many options to decide. Yeah. So you end up not deciding.
1: I did really love Amsterdam. Oh, I yeah. only spent one full day there, but mm. I loved it. And I was like, I could totally live here. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure.
0: That's that's promising. Yeah. Yeah. Because you went to quite a few places.
1: Yeah, we did. Right. It was only four weeks, but we went to quite a few countries. Yeah, yeah.
0: Must have been pretty hectic um
1: hectic yeah break. it was quite full-on yeah. um although we did have like the christmas period where mm. like christmas day nothing was open yeah. so we just had to like kind of relax that day yeah. so we did have some breaks yeah yeah
0: did you have like a notion no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no oh, but we did like. have yeah nah. i
1: I didn't want to, that's what my mum's like. She will like plan everything for a trip, like down to the minute. Yeah. And like, we're going to this <laughs> restaurant then this one. And I don't want to be like that. True. I just, we had like in mind, obviously we had like the trains and stuff pre-booked, but in terms of what we would do each day, we just had a list of things we'd like to do in mm. that location. And then we kind of just chose on the day what we feel like doing. So it was a really nice way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You need a bit of both that. Yeah. Yeah. definitely yeah i think i used to be a bit like that just down mm. to a minute um planning what to do yeah yeah but um there's only so much you can do
1: yeah to follow that yeah. yeah
0: yeah so amsterdam for you
1: maybe mm-hmm. we'll see i don't know we can only get a visa for one year there
0: mm. so
1: and I hear that finding accommodation there is quite tricky. Oh, is that right? So I wouldn't want to spend six months trying to find somewhere yeah. permanent to live and then only have six months left. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. But it, there were no um, issues with language barriers there, so.
0: Everyone speaks English. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe you speak Dutch. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah so we'll see. Yeah. yeah. True, true. Would you live overseas?
0: Um, I think it would be a good experience. Yeah. yeah. I mean I lived in Korea for the first half of kind of growing up. Oh yeah. And I moved here. So um I guess I have some overseas experience. Yeah. But I, I was a student um living there. Um yeah, so it would be cool to like try mm. out like, you know, for a year somewhere yeah. and then um yeah. But Right now no plans to at -hmm. least. Um yeah. Not sure. Like yeah, it kinda makes me think how much I'm missing out by not traveling as much as other people do and
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I before the trip I didn't really know if I'd like traveling or not. Mm. Like I was just very unsure because it was kinda like my first big trip away. But yeah, I absolutely loved it. So now I'm like, okay, I wanna go and see (laughs) more yeah (laughs) yeah
0: so before this trip where have you where had you been
1: um i'd been to australia pacific islands Mm. um thailand which is really cool um and the east coast of america when i was quite young yeah yeah so they were all kind of trips during school with family um where obviously my parents would just organize everything, yeah. and I just tag along. Um, <laughs> so I really enjoyed like actually being able to choose what we wanted to yeah. do and kind of planning it all. Yeah, yeah.
0: true, true. Um, you earlier you mentioned like girls you invest, and in, is it girl boss? Yeah, yeah. Um, do you are those podcasts that you are kind of into before starting your own
1: yeah um i don't listen to the girl boss podcast i just follow the um, instagram mm. page but okay. yeah i started listening to girls that invest from mm. quite early on okay. um
0: day one yeah one day have you f- heard of them i've heard of them but yeah. i haven't listened to them
1: yeah mm. um it's pretty much like investing 101 mm. um tailored towards women probably young women mm. um and it was quite cool watching their journey because I kind of started from like that's near the beginning cute. and then yeah. now they're like doing TED Talks and like huge now, doing right? like Forbes like interviews and like all yeah. sorts. Yeah, <laughs> it's very cool. Yeah,
0: that's you soon, Nick. You're in Deep. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so they, um, they were, it's about investment. Yeah. 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 Are you into investment? Are you yeah, in that?
1: I've, I got into it actually midway through uni. Oh, cool. I think I just came across it on YouTube one yeah. day. Um, so I had a little Sharesies account. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When nice. I was still on my student loan, I'd put like $2 in a week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can you invest just $2? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there yep. like um fee, like... <laughs> There um, is
1: now back then you just pay a percentage. Oh, okay. So okay. it was fine. Right. But now there's no point in doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you pay like three dollars a month now. Mm. So putting two dollars in, it's it's not gonna cut it. <laughs>
0: oh, but it's um it's compounding. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> so in fifty years you might have like, I don't know, hundred dollars profit off that, you know. Maybe, yeah. yeah. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Everything going well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> No, so yeah. that's something that you're doing currently, like um, yeah. investments and this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's What's the portfolio like, Nick? Are you Are you allowed it's to share? It's
1: terrible that? because <laughs> I I was investing like quite a bit um, when I started working full time, and mm. then I bought a house.
0: Yeah, of in October last year, yeah. so
1: I had to pull it all out for my deposit. just uh, okay. stupid. Um, and it was when stocks were down, so ah, I was right. like, you know what, yeah. like it has to be done. <laughs> well, <that's laughs> so I started um, from scratch again.
0: <laughs> well, that's going from one investment to another investment,
1: yeah, though. Yeah, so. it's like stocks are down, but house prices are also down. So right. surely it kind of like balances out, it
0: cancels out for sure. For yeah. sure, and it's uh, it's, you know, you get somewhere to live, and
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: no, it's been cool, mm. yeah, mm. no, I, um. It's A nice house, no? yeah.
1: yeah. It's, oh, you, it's little, but it's mm, good. It's so we done need. It up nicely. Yeah, did you
0: have to remodel, like, re- renovate anything at all? Or? Yes,
1: um, the interior we didn't do anything to the kitchen or bathroom, mm-hmm. but there were like holes in the walls and right. like it was pretty messy. So, yeah. like, yeah, got it repainted and everything, yeah. Um But yeah, not too much that I had to do to it, which was good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Hoping it will be a nice sweet like investment property Mm. when I do move.
0: Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. Um, so when you invest, like what do you invest on?
1: (laughs) I've just been investing. I do like the global funds, like automatic investment. And they um it goes into I think it's six different like Ah. Countries, um funds so yeah. at the moment i'm just doing that because i don't have the time now to yeah. look up individual stocks and actually track it properly yeah. so yeah i mean they say investing in a fund is better anyway yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. Now i think i'm doing similar thing oh uh, yeah yeah index funds or managed funds or yeah. something yeah and then just letting them do their do their thing
1: yeah you just kind of put it in and leave it a eh? yeah forget about it yeah
0: well i was at a negative um like, I don't, a couple of months ago
1: uh. <laughs> <laughs> it started dipping like at the, yeah was it end of last year or something yeah yeah probably from October onwards Onward, it was pretty right? bad yeah. yeah
0: started dipping dipping and um I was at a negative and I think I only turned positive like a couple of months ago oh yeah yeah um it's kind of funny like thinking about that like <laughs> like until that time I would have made more money if I just put it in the bank
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, interest rates are pretty high now as well. Yeah. So, like, putting it in a term deposit or something right? not right. terrible either. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. <laughs> that's true.
0: Yeah, that's funny. Um,
1: I think it's great that our generation mm. does have access to the resources to mm. be able to do that, though, right? Because, mm. like, my parents only started thinking about their retirement, like, five years ago and then right? we're like yeah. oh my god we don't have a plan yeah but we've got like kiwi saver mm. and lots of my friends invest in funds and things so yeah i think it's cool that we're kind of set up to be able to do that
0: yeah no nah, I, yeah. I hear you same with my parents um mm. they they're only really thinking about it like i think all, yeah same same like five years ago maybe mm. um and all their money was in the bank yeah in the bank account kind right. of thing right um, but yeah, I'm kind of like you, like I just found, um, like a YouTube. Uh, yeah. I actually read, um, uh, uh, that personal finance book, um, rich that poor dad. Uh,
1: yeah, 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 you yeah. Read that? I read that too. You read the, yeah. <laughs> From
0: then I'm like, oh man, like I need yeah. to get my money working. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you think about that book?
1: Um, I mean, it is like quite a few years since I read it now. Mm. I did like the general concept of it. Mm. Um, and I think it's a really good book, I guess, for beginners to kind of understand why you would want to invest, yeah. kind of what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The comparison was quite interesting and how like mm. if you do have more money or more investments, you do get a lot more opportunities and yeah. things do become easier for you. Yeah. Yeah
0: yeah no for sure for sure yeah i think before that um yeah i didn't have any concept of mm. of you know getting your money working you know investing and things but yeah after reading that um that's when i got onto youtube yeah looked into looked into investments and
1: there's so know. many like finance youtubers now eh? oh there's so much <laughs> There's there. a lot yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: i heard they've got like um good oh, Well, there's like a name for it but Good um, kind of conversion from clicks to money, like yeah. clicks to yeah, yeah, like the finance world. Yeah, so it's
1: pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah.
0: So who do you follow, Nick? Where do you get your information from?
1: Um, I watched a guy called Graham stefan Okay. Um, on YouTube, some American guy. Mm. Um, he started out just talking about like investing in property. Mm. Um, but his videos were very much like just the basics, Mm. which was what I needed to begin with. Um, yeah, he actually works at the real estate or used to work at the real estate firm, um, which is what selling, like the firm that's followed in selling sunset. Mm. I don't know if you've seen that on Netflix. Oh, well,
0: I've heard it from Kita. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, She loves it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's where he worked. So it was quite interesting. Like watching his videos back in the day and now they're selling sunset and i'm like ah, it's interesting (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i honestly don't follow too much anymore it's Mm. more like at work reading the economic updates and the news and all of that and um yeah i don't follow many youtubers or anything anymore true true yeah
0: true do you um say you're like commuting or something Mm -hmm. is that like are you usually listening to podcasts yep yeah, true. Yeah. What 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 what's your top three?
1: Ooh. I try to listen to the NZ Herald one to just keep up with really? like the general news. Yeah. Yeah. So you're the
0: one that listens to <laughs>
1: <laughs> Again, Kita hates it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's definitely a lot of it's biased. Yeah, like yeah. I definitely feel that coming through, but mm. it tends to be the opposite kind of opinion to what I guess that's with my values. Mm. So I like to try and challenge oh, myself and listen you. to other views. Good on you. Yeah. Um, The Grace Beverly podcast. I've been really oh. into that recently. Oh, which... she's
0: like uh, interviews like CEOs. Is that right? Yeah. 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 yeah mm.
1: Um, Yeah. I've just started following her recently and it's quite interesting okay. seeing how she grew her businesses and things. Yeah. So yeah, that one and... Yeah, probably Girls That Invest, not so much anymore, but I used to be really into that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, true, true.
1: Yeah, what are your top podcasts? What
0: are my top threes? Um, Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Have you listened to much Joe Rogan? No, I haven't. Oh, it's, uh, well, like, yeah, I, I mean, this podcast, like, kind of, but, um, when I wanted to do start a podcast, I wanted to be like a long form. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of inspired by Joe Rogan a little bit because um, I, I enjoy like long form. Yeah. 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 So he, I think I can recommend his podcast to okay. anyone really. Like, um, yeah, he, he's he's like a difficult one to, in a way, um, difficult one to recommend because he just interviews so many different people.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah
0: so I would say I recommend that. Um, I watch like, just random things but um yeah if you're interested in one of the guests Mm -hmm. his his one would be a good one right okay because it's a long form so you i feel like there's like uh you obviously listen to their interview but you kind of get to know them a little bit more personally too
1: right yeah Yeah.
0: being in long form i feel like you know you can only put on you know because i feel like people put things on naturally if there's a camera and microphone yeah, but I think being long form, you can only do that for so long. And then until that, you know. Yeah, yeah that's it so true. Away. So um, I find it super interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So if you're interested in that. Um, another one is, um, what else do I listen to? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I recently went to um, podcasts, like a summit. Oh. There was one in Auckland. Oh, yeah. And um yeah I, I met a friend. I made a friend. Oh. Yeah. Um shout out to shout out to Shane. Um he's a he's a such a nice guy and he he's um he he's doing a podcast with his friend. Uncle mm-hmm. Jack. Have you heard of Uncle Jack? Apparently he's quite big on TikTok. Ah.
1: Uh, I'm not sure.
0: Or Uncle Ticks. Ah. Uh, you might have heard of Uncle Tix.
1: I, he- I actually heard of- um, about him on the radio ah, driving yeah. the other day, yeah, that, uh,
0: yeah. I think he's got. Um, I I just saw a billboard with him ah, on it. So Uncle yeah. Tix and Uncle Jack, they are um, flatmates. Right. So during pandemic, they started like TikTok accounts to get like they have separate TikTok accounts, but they started at the same time, mm-hmm. um, and they so they kind of grew big at the same time kind of thing. Ah, so, interesting. Um, yeah. So Shane is friends with, really good friends with Uncle Jack. Right. So they've got a podcast together called um, Hundy Hundy Hippos. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a that comedy so podcast. Funny. Yeah. Talking about like fandom things like Marvel ah, movies. Yeah. And um, uh, the episode I heard was a Marvel movies. and But they, they know so much like, you know, Batman, you know, the ah. DC comics and things. Yeah. Um, and they're so funny too. Oh, awesome. yeah. So I've been listening to a bit of Hundy Hippos. <laughs> um, and there's one called, um, Oh, well, this podcast was, at least the name of it was inspired by, do you know Emma Chamberlain?
1: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, I am a big fan of Emma Chamberlain <laughs> and I listen to her podcast. Um, Anything Goes. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um,
0: yeah, Emma, if you're listening to this. Then <laughs> 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 Because your partner's name is Anything Goes with Emma Chamberlain. So, yeah, mine is e- Everything Goes with Pascal. Um,
1: <laughs> no, it's still different. Still it's different. Still different. Still different.
0: <laughs> well, I thought about like, um, stealing, like, um, you know, playing into it. So I can go maybe full way and I say like, Everything Goes with Pascal Chamberlain. <laughs> but I thought, you'll be, no. Nah, that's, that's being a bit creepy now. So. <laughs> So I, I'm not doing that. But yeah. Emma, if you're listening to this let's collab, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> otherwise, um there is also one um that uh what is it called? How to fail? Have you heard of that Nick?
1: No, I haven't.
0: That oh, one's a really good no. one. Um okay. that there was like this at the very start of my like uh podcast journey. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, er- how to fail. It's uh this um this woman called Elizabeth Day. Okay. Um, so she talks to people about their biggest three failures in life. Um, and yeah, and it's, uh, really inspiring. Um, so from her side, like her background is like, um, she was a journalist Mm -hmm. and a successful journalist and she was married and they were, you know, um, trying to have a baby. So, um, you know, in, if you look at it from outside, in a, in a way perfect life mm-hmm. kind of thing but of course there are, there are problems um she said like it was a uh, quite a tough marriage right so she got and oh while doing while you know that's going on and probably you know um part of it was um they were trying to have a baby but they were having a lot of issues mm-hmm. and um that's you know tough on her as well because one of her dreams is to be a mom yeah um so tough on both of them really and then Um, eventually, um, yeah, through that, um, they got divorced. Right. After that, she was still trying to have a kid. Um, so I think when they got divorced, um, she, I think she kind of realized that, man, like everything was going well and now it's not kind of Mm. thing. So, um, she kind of, I think she felt like she needed an outlet to to be vulnerable. Yeah. One of her, and then, she she was talking to her friends about it, like oh yeah, the marriage and the baby, and not going going well, and, and other things. And she thought, oh, like she got a lot of help from talking about that. And mm-hmm. her friends started sharing their
1: ah okay kind of
0: failures too. Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, there's a lot of benefit to be gained by like being vulnerable and having that platform. Mm-hmm. So she started a podcast called How to Fail. So, yeah, she interviews people about their three biggest failures in life. Um, and it's kind of, um, yeah, it's, uh, somewhat, you know, like sometimes it's kind of funny. Like it's interesting. Like some guests just kind of, they pick, I guess, a bit more trivial failures. Mm -hmm. Um, some guests, you know, quite life altering failures. And yeah, so, um, and she's such a good interviewer too. And yeah, and she's got such a, like, you know, I feel like she has a lot of experience and yeah. um, empathy. Um, so yeah, th- that's a that's a really cool one. Yeah, I
1: really love how it's the kind of authentic content that's yeah. doing really well now. For sure. Yeah. yeah. She was
0: saying it's funny, like um, it's uh like her biggest success in life coming from like yeah. collect- <laughs> collection of her failures, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and for me it was uh it was a cool one um because. Like, she talks a lot about her experience as a woman going through, um, is it IVF process? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, it
1: sounds really tough.
0: Sounds so tough. I I feel like um, not only the physical side of it, but mental side of it. And she was also saying, like, how a lot of um, the language or the structure and the process of it kind of makes you feel it's not really catered for women. Mm-hmm. um as an example like um she said like uh like some of the languages they use um they will say oh you have like you have failed to respond to this treatment um and that implicitly kind of puts the blame on the woman right yeah um yeah rather wow. than that um on the, another way to say it could be um the treat yeah the treatment failed you yeah. kind of thing right yeah. yeah so i was like um you know, as a man, that's something that, um, I've never had to worry about, I guess, mm-hmm. and never really paid extra attention to. So, um, yeah, kind of like you listening to the mm-hmm. Lanero, <laughs> I guess it's like me being exposed to different side of things that yeah. I, I was never aware of and wasn't really, yeah, wasn't really aware of. So, and she, and she talks a lot about, um, uh, she's a self-claimed feminist. Mm-hmm. Um, so she talks a lot about the feminism ideas and what it means to her and yeah she talks to a lot of um and it's good to hear her engage with that top engage with her guests on that topic like male, yeah. male and female and right. yeah that's really interesting i found give that
1: one to listen yeah yeah, yeah. how yeah. to fail
0: elizabeth day and she's similar um she's got like um a lot of guests on yeah. So you might find guests that um, you already know, and they could be your kind of the gateway, yeah. <laughs> gateway into that. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> stealing her idea, Nick. <laughs> what are your three biggest failures in life?
1: Oh. <laughs> I don't honestly. Like I feel like I don't think about the past too much. Really. Yeah. I kind yeah. of. I think my perspective on things is that even if something didn't go well, like Mm. I'm still the person I am today because of it. Yeah. Um, Hmm. I don't know. I think. My biggest one would probably mm. be at uni, kind of just doing, making decisions based on what I thought mm. other people would want for me or based on what other people wanted for themselves right. instead of trying to get to know who I am. Yeah. Um, and that's definitely what led me down like the road to go to medicine. Yeah. Um, kind of to like please family and yeah. all of that. Um, And I think also at Otago, there's kind of this whole culture around you're a nobody if you're not doing, like, Mm. medicine or dentistry. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you decide to do physio or um, not even do a professional course, like, you're setting yourself up for failure. That's kind of, like, what the culture's like there. Um, And I think I kind of played into that. And I was like, well, if I want to be the best, I have Mm -hmm. to do medicine. Yeah. Um, So I think... I mean, I don't know if I'd say that's a failure because I've learned from it, but, um, yeah, that's definitely something I do think about quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: True, true. Yeah. A lot of, um, failures they talk about on the podcast is like a little bit like that. Like, um, she, like Elizabeth, one of her, she says, I guess getting divorced is one of her failures, Mm -hmm. but, um. Yeah, like kind of like you. um, She wouldn't be as happy
2: mm.
0: now if she didn't. She didn't get divorced, you know. Yeah. Like you know. Yeah. Like you don't want to be with person that you, know,
1: you don't enjoy being with. Yeah, I guess divorce would be like, in the sense of looking at it from what is like how society functions. Mm. That it's a failure, but like personally to her, it doesn't sound like it was a failure, right? It yeah. was something really positive yeah. in the end, yeah. For sure.
0: So, um, the do you reckon it was for you wanting to be a doctor? Um, was that something that you kind of felt like you got pressured pressured into a uni kind of thing, or?
1: Yeah, I, I went to uni not knowing what I wanted to do. Mm. And then literally a couple of months into my first year, I was like, I have to become a doctor.
0: Is that right?
1: Like, I didn't yeah. even question it. It was just like the culture around me, yeah. especially when you're living in holes, like yeah. that is your entire reality. Yeah. Um, I just don't think I ever gave myself the space to get to know me or like mm. what I actually want out of life. Yeah. Um, but I think everyone probably goes through that at some stage. So, mm. yeah.
0: Sure. So do you feel like you know yourself better now?
1: Yeah, it's always a work in progress, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, in the um, latest episode, you said like your people play yeah,
1: Yeah, that's always something I feel like I'm trying to fight against. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Where do you think that comes from?
1: Um... I don't know. My therapist would probably say it was like the way I was raised. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Just kind of, yeah, doing whatever I need to, to just like keep everyone else around me, like happy and content. Mm. Um, and just making things easier for other people. Yeah. Probably. Um, but it is like, I don't know, like in my core. So it's like really hard for me to a recognize it when I'm doing it right. and then b do something about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> oh, well, good on you. Good on you.
0: So are you, you're seeing a therapist. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How is that going?
1: Good. I started in November. Mm. Um, it's like honestly been life changing, like is that right? best thing I've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What What makes you say that?
1: Um, the I think the amount I've learned mm. about myself, about my relationships. Um, about what my upbringing was like Mm. and how my family functions. Um, I think, yeah, just talking to someone who is not biased. I mean, everyone's biased, but it's kind of the least biased person you can have when they're not directly part of your life. Mm. Um, And it's like kind of trained. It's really interesting kind of hearing their perspective on things Mm. or... Um, asking the difficult questions that no one else can ask yeah. you—it really gets you thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. As as honestly, being great. Like, yeah. I think everyone should see a therapist. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What yeah. was um? Oh, I, I don't know if we can we can go past this, but what was some of the hard hitting questions that that got
1: asked? Um. One of them was definitely about the people-pleasing. Like um, she would question, well, did you feel like you had a choice in that decision? Right. And she would say like, if you don't feel like you can say no, then it's not a choice. Right. I was like, I've never thought about it like that.
0: So if you feel like you can't say no, if you feel like you can say no to the question, Mm -hmm. then you never had a choice.
1: Is yeah, if, if you feel like you have to say yes to something, uh, yeah, um, then it was never really your choice. It was uh, the other person's okay. choice. Yeah, um, true, true. I see. Yeah, which I think about quite a lot now. And I'm like making decisions. I'm mm. like, do I feel like I can say no to this? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And do you try to say no like more now?
1: Yeah, prep- I try. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's hard, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you get that as well, or kind have of you not pleasing things? Yeah.
0: I feel like um maybe a bit more when I was a bit younger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, maybe a bit more. Yeah, mm-hmm. but haven't really thought about it as um, a, a, yeah, maybe in the framework of people pleasing as yeah. much. But I did notice um some of the things I prefer this way, but mm-hmm. if someone says they prefer this way, then I, I'm a bit more keen to go <laughs> with their decision kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, yeah, like you said, I think a lot of it is now it's I'm like that now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, but not to an extent that it worries me at least for now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, um, I do that kind of you know, picking my fight kind of thing. That is yeah, not a fight, yeah. you know, but you know, yeah. Um,
1: You've always got to give and take anyway. Give right? take, yeah. yeah.
0: And sometimes, like, I'm happy to, I, I do prefer to go this way because it will make the other person happy. Mm-hmm. And that adds to my joy kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe just an excuse to. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I I think one of the things I definitely improved on, I don't know if it's related to it, but, um, like this podcast kind of thing mm-hmm. and asking people for interviews and, things because you know it's um especially with the format thing that i'm doing it's a big commitment for mm-hmm. people um but i think i kind of learned to s- ask yeah, yeah there's no... yourself out there yeah put myself out yeah. there and um yeah i guess um bef- before i would have been to oh like you know um i guess overthink the whole situation mm-hmm. and not not that it's not true it, it cannot be true but i'll, I'll think like Oh, it, you know, like people might say yes just to be nice, kind yeah. Of things and, um, yeah, just uh, and you know, oh, what if they say yes and then I-, I can't make it happen? You know, it's I can't make the conversation happen, mm-hmm. or yeah, it's just o- a lot of overthinking and which made me not do it, but um, yeah, like I think, yeah, I don't know if that's people pleasing, but yeah, that part of it like changed a little bit, I yeah. think.
1: There's- one of the really cool things about doing a either a podcast or just a side mm. hustle outside of work, like I think no matter what it is, you have to believe in yourself and you have to put yourself out there. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, definitely out of your comfort zone, right.
1: Yeah, even if you're like selling a product, you've yeah. got to like put the money down to buy all the product initially and you've got to back your idea yeah. like yeah. it's a commitment. Yeah, it's a commitment. Yeah, I think mm. the other um, question she's asked recently that mm. was like pretty hard-hitting was, mm. "Where do you think you get your self-worth from?" Where do you? That think was a you big get one. Self-worth from. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Can you share what you said to the Nick?
1: Yeah, well, through that conversation, we kind of got. Yeah, kind of discovered that I often get my self worth from like how other people view me, mm. um, particularly like parents or my manager right. or kind of people like that. Which is why I like work so hard and yeah. I work so hard to prove myself. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, like that's not healthy, obviously, because mm. you can never like control that fully like that's nah, yeah. that's in, putting it in someone else's hands that's true that um, is true. so that yeah that was a really interesting conversation yeah. and i've done a lot of reflection on it right yeah
0: right oh. so <laughs> what's the <laughs> solution to, ideally right mm-hmm. say there's a perfect person um w- what do you think should be the answer if if that person gets asked
1: I mean, I think for me, Mm. ideally, my self-worth would just come from me feeling happy Mm. and just being content with myself and my life and my relationships. Um, and it should come like internally, not from an external source. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And do you think, um, do you think, um, that's possible <laughs> isn't like because i'm thinking like um the human are like social animals right yeah so they like there's a reason why we get a lot of pleasure from being accepted by others and mm-hmm. a lot of hurt from being not accepted by others yeah yeah so do you reckon that's yeah from that angle
1: yeah like, i mean i don't think it's black and white like i feel like there's a spectrum from being like I guess almost like narcissistic to the point where like people's (laughs) feedback and things they say just don't affect you. Like you just don't care about anyone versus like being a complete pushover and like doing anything to please other people. Like it's a very wide spectrum. And I think being at either end isn't necessarily a good thing, but I think just being happy and comfortable with yourself, but still being able to, allow other people in mm. um is probably where I'm trying to get to.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Are there um some active things that you are doing for that? Like mm-hmm. Active exercise and things?
1: Yeah. Um there's quite a few exercises she's given me, like a lot more um around like trying to like calm yourself mm. and like feel grounded. Okay. Um so, like, breathing exercises, okay. meditation. Um, but I've started practicing now, like, at the end of the day mm. before I go to bed, telling myself, like, you did a really good job today. Yeah. Which sounds stupid. <laughs> but normally yeah. I would lie in bed and I'd think about all the things I haven't achieved.
0: You haven't. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: So now I'm trying to switch it around yeah. and be like, you know, I did as well as I could. Like. Yeah. I'm proud of myself. I did a good job today. Yeah. Like the important things got done or yeah. Yeah. Just trying to switch the narrative in my head. Yeah. Um, And like, obviously I know from psychology and things that the narrative we tell ourselves Mm -hmm. can actually like change our reality. So Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. True. True. Yeah. That's, um, is that, but there must be like part of your brain that says like, Oh, (laughs)
1: yeah yeah, of course (laughs) (laughs) apparently it gets better apparently that voice kind of like quietens down so yeah we'll see
0: (laughs) (laughs) so with the breathing exercise and things like is there something to do when when you feel like your mood is being affected by external forces
1: yeah um i have like a tendency towards anxiety Mm -hmm. um so doing that like in the morning sets me up for my day better and makes me feel calm yeah. instead of trying to like rush to get to work. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I guess any moments through the day where I am starting to feel a bit stressed, yeah. like those like I know like to me it still sounds stupid like doing breathing exercises. Oh, no, but it like doesn't. there is like evidence that it actually oh, helps yeah. you, right? No, so yeah, it doesn't sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, nah, um, have you heard of Wim Hof? No. Oh, Wim Hof, um, so Mr. Wim Hof, he's, uh, he's known as the Iceman, you might okay. have, yeah, so he, um, he's, uh, yeah, he, like, breaks world records and stuff, and he's famous for, like, um, staying in, like, a cold environment for a long time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, so, like, whether it be, like, ice bath, and, you know, he stayed there for hours, and, you know, he's got like in his World Records and stuff and goes up, um, you know, cold mountains, like snowy mountains with um, just shorts and um, just shorts and sandals kind of thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. And no, he, he's, he's an insane guy. Um, but there's a Wim Hof uh, breathing technique. Ah, okay. And um, I mean, a, it's, a lot of people are believers, you mm-hmm. know, that they swear by like the benefits of it and... Yeah, I've yeah. heard
1: of like the cold shower thing that's as well. Sh- yeah, yeah.
0: this William Hof. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if he developed it. Yeah, but he's kind of the face of it, like more in the modern modern right. times. Yeah, okay. yeah.
1: Do you do cold showers? Yeah, I'm, you a, do? I'm a big believer of cold wow. shower. Yeah, I think
0: because um, I get a lot of anxiety as well. Yeah, and cold showers help me with that immensely.
1: Ah, okay. So something that you might
0: pick up yeah (laughs) i
1: did try it for like i think i did three mornings of it Oh, but i'm not normally a shower in the morning type Uh, of person so it's kind of just like screw having a cold shower (laughs) 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 i don't want to start my day like that (laughs) Oh,
0: um, if you start in the morning Mm -hmm. it's the toughest time yeah yeah did you go just pure cold from the start
1: no, I would put it on like as hot as I could handle okay. and then switch it to cold. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah. Did you
0: time it at all or did you kind of fail? I like...
1: would stay as long as I could, but mm. it's definitely less than a minute. Right. I'm pretty right. sure it's supposed to be at least a minute to get uh, the benefits, but yeah, yeah.
0: I think they say three minutes. Um, mm. in, <laughs> in a, in a very, so the more uncomfortable you are, yeah. the shorter it can be to um, get the benefits. Right. Um, okay. And I think, and when we say, like, y- usually, like, when we say, like, cold, it will be, um, like ice cold. Yeah. So I think with the shower temperature, um, well, I stay in for three minutes, mm-hmm. but yeah, like, um, <laughs> someone's so, like, just,
1: like, <laughs> slightly torturing yourself every single morning. It's good, though. It's a good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If you're gonna get tortured, it's uh it's a good torture. Okay. But the way I see it is um you are transferring the torture you're gonna get in here yeah. to the body.
1: That's true. Yeah. Interesting.
0: You know, it's about the mindset as well. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think about the torture you're getting. Think about the torture you are. <laughs> you're you're <setting> leaving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. No, but um, yeah, um so if you have shower in the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a bit more rough because um, I heard warm shower helps you sleep better.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's, uh I used to have cold shower in the evening, though, and that right. still helped. Okay. Yeah, that still helped. Um, I, I slept fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the things is, um I think one of the things was the temperature itself was disturbing my sleep less than the anxiety they would have okay. disturbed my sleep yeah yeah if that makes sense yeah yeah yeah
1: is there anything you do to try and sleep better
0: um these days warm shower mm-hmm. um i have a hot water bottle oh yeah at the bottom of my feet my feet oh. get really cold now. <laughs> you got like bad circulation or oh. something. Like, <laughs> do you get that? Do your feet and hands get cold? Like yeah, yeah. Do they?
1: I have got my hot water bottle out. In the oh, last do A couple of weeks. As oh, well. Yeah. Nice, yeah.
0: Nice. <laughs> is it like wrapped up in a blanket? No, or... I've
1: got this wee like cover for it. It's like a wee like fluffy bunny. <laughs> oh,
0: that's cute. Wait, is it
1: from um,
0: Bad Bath and Beyond?
1: Yeah, I think it's from one <laughs> of those places. Mum th- got it for me. But, right. <laughs> yeah. I
0: think that was one of the options I was looking uh. at. Because like, recently I got, um, like cover for it. Oh, yeah. It used to be just plastic and that's it.
1: Right. But,
0: um, I've got pretty cool and I've got like, um, oh. looks like the hot water bottles are like wearing like a sweater. It's like turtle, turtle neck. It folds <laughs> <laughs> and stuff.
1: Nice. I love my comforts like that. Oh, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's good. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. So I do that and, oh, reading helps me a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's why, um, I started reading actually and mm. it's, Especially reading fiction. I think nonfiction doesn't quite do ah, okay. it, but reading fiction really helps me sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So you you said you're reading uh the TikTok book.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of the TikTok famous ones. Yeah.
0: Is it good? are you enjoying it?
1: Yeah. Um I started off reading some like romance mm. books. Oh. And I've kind of moved into, like, psychological thrillers now. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like, my Kindle just, like, recommended and, like, kind of oh, switched me that way. Sure. And now it's getting to the point where I'm like, who's going to get killed next? And then I'm, like, lying there trying to sleep. And I'm, like, thinking about it. Yeah. And, like, it's probably not, like, the best bedtime story. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's,
0: if it's helping you sleep, you know, maybe that's your... You know, maybe that's what your brain needs.
1: <laughs> maybe I do get nightmares though. Oh, uh, about the book? Yeah. Okay, I think I yeah. need to switch. Was it, <laughs> <I think so. laughs>
0: well, it nightmares or just dreams that are intense?
1: Um, a mixture. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you dream? Yeah, I think I I think I almost dream every night. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I like yeah. When you say romance, that's like my specialty. Oh. You know, like, I love rom-com books. Oh, yeah. I, I love rom-com movies anyway. Oh. Yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, I can, you know, recommend you some, like, videos. Sounds here. good. <laughs> no, you need to get, um, Goodreads account, Nick.
1: Oh, I actually have one. You have one? Yeah.
0: Well, we need to yeah. connect on that. Yeah. I yeah. set up my,
1: like, annual goal. Oh, okay. Yeah, have you done that? No, I haven't done that. I didn't Uh, even
0: know it was an option. It's quite satisfying. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, is it, do you set up books you want to read and stuff?
1: Yeah, it's just the number of books you want to read for the year. Oh, number, okay. So I think I picked 15. Okay. And it was like my stretch goal, but I'm already halfway through. Damn. Like, okay, we're getting there. You're right on track. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah.
0: So is it the uh, Invisible Woman book? That because you, you're reading that um mm-hmm. and you've kind of incorporated that in your podcast, right mm-hmm. um are you is that gonna be a regular thing, like reading books to incorporate that in there
1: yeah, I'm mm. trying to um I probably go more for like just reading stuff online because it's mm. way quicker than reading yeah. a whole book right yeah. um but yeah, I definitely want to read some more similar books yeah. um, to be able to, yeah, I guess share that on the podcast and things as well. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But that that's a tough one to read. It is. Before.
1: Like, every little paragraph, like, talks about something different yeah. and it's, like, very, very factual. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like, I think it's a book that everyone should read. Like, it's, it's really great, but... Mm you do have to take your time with it yeah yeah true true yeah
0: um by the way uh we've got a tradition on our podcast that i always go pee during it <laughs> <laughs> great <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, do you need to pee? In <laughs> i'm all good are you all good yeah well i'm all good for now but okay. I, I might as well i will i will need to okay soon <laughs> <laughs> um, but I wanted to bring that up that if you need to pee, um, or need a break or anything, <laughs> That's right, <thank> you. Then, <laughs> let me know. Let me like, this doesn't interrupt with the flow of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um,
1: we've covered a lot of ground. We have, we yeah. have.
0: Yeah. Well, I was going to say, um, so Lizzo. Ooh. You're going to Lizzo. I am. Yeah. I'm so excited. You. So you're a Lizzo fan. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh. Sorry. All
0: good. All good. Um,
1: yeah. I'm, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm like the biggest fan, mm. but I love her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, she's such yeah. a cool
0: person. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just, yeah. Her confidence, like yeah. her outfits. She's just, yeah. Yeah.
0: She's cool. Man. Um, have you seen, um, I haven't listened to her recent stuff but I listened to... Oh, she probably has an album before this, but um, what's one of her f- like more more famous songs, Nick? Oh, uh, um... i um, trying to think. I mean, there's one that everyone knows, but I can't remember the name of it. Uh,
1: My mind has gone blank.
0: Yeah. Um, but shout out Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Lizzo.
1: If you're listening. If you're listening. <laughs>
0: if you're listening can you tell us some of your (laughs) song well uh, well, i i'm a i'm a i can't say i'm a big fan um, yeah just because i haven't listened to her stuff as much but i'm a fan i listened to one of your albums (laughs) has she released uh, any new album recently at all
1: yeah it was i want to say mid last year okay i haven't listened to that yeah the one
0: before that nick
1: uh I don't know when that was. Mm, yeah, yeah, I think
0: I listened to that one.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm oh. not like the biggest music person. Like I I just listen to whatever. I'm not kind uh, of like true. really big on like listen to this person's whole album right. or like and, yeah, and then, like, it's just whatever comes up, i yeah. listen. Yeah.
0: Oh so you don't know the um the chord progression of the Lizard's fourth song? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> definitely not <laughs> and you call yourself a fan <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> now i just remembered um the album's called because i love you
1: Ah, oh, yes yes yes. yeah, yeah. so yeah. that one's
0: what i listened to yeah um yeah no that one was good um but so yeah um funny story with that um so i got that out of the library mm-hmm. and the, uh the cd of it and then um and so there was like i'm pretty sure it was 2019 because that's when i was like got into music Right. And I listened to everything. And then, um, <laughs> so I got Lizzo out. And then, um, and I returned it, you know. I only get it out for two weeks or something. Mm-hmm. And I returned it. And only like um, maybe a month ago um, at the library, I was trying to check something out. And I, it was giving me errors. And then so I had to do it at the counter. And they were saying that, oh, um, you're, yeah, so it's showing an error because there's an item that you returned, but there's nothing inside it. And they were like, Oh, let me see. Let me see what it is. And it's, uh, it's, uh, um, they say it's Lizzo. Cause I, by, cause I love you by Lizzo. And they were like, Oh, they were like, Oh, like, Oh, um, yeah. So they said there's no CD inside it. And they were like asking me about it. Did, have you returned this? And I was like, they were all nice, you know? Yeah. And, and I was like, but you know, I was like, this happened in 2019. I can't say for certain that I remember putting CD back in, but chances are I did. Because yeah. um, I do check it and there's only CD case that I've been using since then and it's been empty. Um, yeah, like I, I use for other stuff and you know, I don't, right. you know, I know that So you didn't
1: just like leave it. And, I didn't, I didn't, yeah. just, I didn't just
0: leave it. Right. So, um, I, I told them that and then, and then they're like, Oh, okay. Okay. That's all good. Like they see, they can see that it's from 2019. So let me double check that. So, um, so it's library, right? You know, more often than not, pretty quiet place. <laughs> so if you're having conversations. You might be in the other side of the room, but you can basically hear yeah. all the conversations going on. And it's at the Albany. It's at the Albany village. So oh, yeah. it's a pretty small library too. And there are people there and stuff. Um, and then, um, like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know why I was being a bit embarrassed, but they were saying like, Oh, like, I mean, the the, the title of the album is kind of. Funny too, right? It's like, because I cuss with the that, yeah. because I love you. And they're kind of putting emphasis on that. And they're like, oh, like, I was already feeling embarrassed. And they were like, oh, yeah, let me check this. Let me check this. So they called the place where the CD that I returned to was at like, oh, yeah. a different library. And they were like, hello, hello. And, you know, like, people usually talk a little bit louder when they're on the call. <laughs> hello? Yeah, yeah. We're just going to double check, like, if the item's still there. It's the Lizzo, (laughs) "Cause I Love You" with the C.
1: (laughs) I don't know why I was embarrassed. You're just standing there, like I was like,
0: "Oh, like I don't know if anyone else cared. It might have just been me, but probably was right. But I was like, "Oh no," like I I felt myself going a bit red. But at the at the end of the day, it was all sorted, and they lost the city somehow. But I think they think someone stole it. Interesting. Yeah. So there's a mm. real big Lizzo fan out there who's <laughs> listening to stolen Lizzo. Maybe TV. they even work at the library. <laughs> they could be they could working <laughs> at the library. <laughs> but yeah. Um, did you see her? Have you seen like NPR Tiny Desk concerts? It's like a YouTube video thing. No. Oh. It's another thing. Um, uh, it's, M- yeah, it's called like NPR, like the radio station. Mm-hmm american radio station and they do this tiny desk concert where they invite artists it's so cool it's so cool working there so they invite to their office space and artists just perform there right. so people that get to so it, they obviously film it to be on youtube but people that get to be on there are so lucky because mm. they have like taylor swift ed Sheeran. I th- wow. i'm pretty sure ed sharon was on it um I want to say Stormzy but I don't know if I'm lying that oh yeah yeah but you know all the big artists who are some of your favorites Nick
1: oh I did see It's Sharon when he came okay um, I think It's Sharon did it that? January February. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. and um, a lot of big artists as well as small artists yeah um, and Lizzo was on it yeah and man like her I mean she obviously is such a good singer but her yeah. charisma yeah was so charming
1: yeah
0: yeah I love that
1: I think it's so interesting that she was in like a big orchestra before she became a singer as well. Is that right?
0: Yeah. Oh, so she played the flute. Yeah. So oh. she actually played the flute like professionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is
1: so cool. And it's then so cool. she started doing like training for singing, mm. and yeah, obviously she does that now. But she tweeted like recently mm. being like, "Oh, I was actually like not happy with." my performance like oh. my, my coach and I had been working on the specific thing and I didn't do it very well right. I think it was just so cool because it like someone like Lizzo you're like they can <laughs> do no wrong like her singing is incredible but the fact that she will like publicly say like hey I think I could have done better at yeah. this it's just like it's so cool
0: They're so cool yeah yeah like just being it being able to be a bit vulnerable like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's inspiring, yeah.
1: Yeah. When yeah. you're, like, one of the most famous singers <sighs> and you can, like, yeah. tell the world, hey, I could have done better. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. There's an interview by Lizzo. It's on YouTube. I, I love YouTube. Nick. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always on YouTube. Um, she's being interviewed by a magazine or something. And it's an interview, like, she... Uh, it's like just her being filmed. Mm-hmm. Just her on the screen. And as the interview goes on, like uh she takes like items of her clothing. And I think it's about like, and I think the interview is to do with that, like body mm-hmm. positivity and kind of accepting, accepting who you are, kind of thing. And um yeah, it's uh oh uh, i messed this up i think it's someone else is it it's someone else yeah it's (laughs) no i messed this up (laughs) it wasn't (laughs) it's it's um it's a lady with similar body type as liza yeah that's why i I met yeah i don't think it was liza i think it's um have you heard of tank and the bangers no. Oh, it's uh, they they yeah, they're really great too. Um, Tank and the Bangers, and it's uh, Miss Tank who's the lead singer of Tank and the right. Bangers. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, but well, the point stands. Similar <laughs> 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 so body type as Lizzo. Yeah, and then um, yeah, so Miss Tank um that takes her items of her clothing. Yeah, and at the end, like um, yeah, she's. I think her vibes is quite similar to Lizzo. She's they they just seem very comfortable in their own skin, yeah, yeah, and that's inspiring. Such great singers, too. And, um, you know, Lizzo, too, and Tank and the Bangers definitely their singing style or their uh, the the genre of the music, you know, might might not necessarily be the most, um, you know, it might, it might, it's bit, it could be a bit different, you know, Mm -hmm. it might be non standard which might make them a bit, hard, bit harder to... Because like, by, by releasing music, you're being vulnerable, right? Mm. But um, then being so comfortable doing that so confidently and just killing it.
1: I know. Yeah. It's so cool. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely very inspiring. Yeah. Yeah.
0: For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, I've heard like... Counter argument to kind of pos- body positivity mm-hmm. or not not the counter argument but but more um a kind of um what I often hear um yeah I, I guess arguing against body positivity um except especially with like um you know um maybe it's someone who's a bit bigger uh promoting the idea mm-hmm. that they are that that some of them at least they are doing it um and it it could um, include a message that because because when you are overweight mm-hmm. it could affect your health right yeah yeah um so that yeah when you talk about positivity then um, I think, there's an interpretation that, that, that means... That it kind
1: of glamorizes or... Yeah, you don't have yeah. to,
0: you know, work hard to um, lose lose the weight mm-hmm. and, and things like that. Um, so I don't know because I think that's also true, right? Like if you're in bad health um, and sometimes that, that kind of comes from being overweight.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, so I can definitely see what that opinion is trying to say.
1: Yeah, what do you recommend? Yeah, there's um someone I've followed for years called, her account used to be called Healthy Chick 101. Mm. Um, I think she was like born in Wellington and right. now she lives over in the Gold Coast. Oh, but cool. um, her account like initially was about like being a bigger girl trying to lose weight. Yeah. And that over the years kind of morphed into like body positivity and mm. her realizing like no matter what I do, I am like the size and the right. shape and like i just want to like embrace that now um but it's really interesting because like you read the comments and there's like Mm. so many different like i don't know opinions and everything and i think it was like a couple of years ago that Mm. she um actually found out she has lipoedema oh what's that um so that's when i don't really know like the scientific, like, <laughs> explanation, but it's just when, like, fat in your body kind of builds up and, like, sits in certain positions and no matter what exercise or anything mm-hmm. you do, unless you get it surgically removed, like, yeah. that fat is, like, sitting there. Oh, okay. Um, and I know it can be quite painful. You can get, like, quite swollen. Yeah. Um, she, like, goes and gets, like, lipoedema, like, massages mm. and, like, all sorts of things. Um, so it's, like, definitely... Like quite a, can be quite an uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um, thing to have, I think. Yeah. But um, for her, she kind of realized all those years she was like trying to diet and lose weight and exercise and be like what we would call like healthy, I guess. Um, When like medically she was never going to lose that weight. Um, And I think that's quite interesting because it kind of puts a different spin on it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, um, that's the counter argument towards Mm -hmm. that. The other counter argument. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's, um, in, in, in that case, it almost becomes like kind of your, you know, um, maybe like your face where without surgery, you can't really change it. And there is so much you can do. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So being comfortable in that, you know, it's kind of, it's important.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: like promoting that.
1: And I think the other thing is like our society isn't set up for people to be healthy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like there's all of these like things we can indulge in and like right. get really quickly or like, I don't know, like I feel like so many companies just play into like people's bad habits. Right. Whether that's like <laughs> in terms of food or like smoking or yeah. drugs or whatever it is like. Yeah. There will be a brand for everything that mm. will like convince you you need this. Yeah. So like, no wonder we have people that mm. aren't like what society calls healthy. Yeah. Because there's all these products and advertising and everything out there, yeah. like, like they really play on the psychology, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you yeah. said
0: that? Then, like, there's also a lot of um, kind of uh, uh, exposure to like fitness, yeah, and gyms yeah. and. You know, and things like that, too. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... um, Because one kind of extreme way would be to say, okay, no one can have sugar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, no one can smoke. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of like that with, um, you know, marijuana or any other drugs. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, we can smoke, we can drink, as well as we can exercise and, yeah, do other things things play football or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah so i i also heard um someone say like we should just legalize all the drugs too, Mm -hmm. um like meth and you know so on um big and but at the same time just educate people on it so that if they make choices it's their choices but i I don't know what to think about that because i haven't really done drugs myself so i don't have personal experience but um I think, yeah. What do you reckon, Nick?
1: I don't know. I think you can say, like, it's someone's choice, but is it as easy as that? Because can they say no to that, right? Like, mm. if they have a reliance on a certain substance, yeah. that they it's very unlikely they're going to say no to, and then you're, like, advertising this or yeah. making it more accessible to them, like, is it really a choice or were mm. they just going to have it anyway?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it becomes, like, kind of philosophical almost yeah um, people say like starting a podcast or you working at a a corporate job you know like um you know maybe it wasn't your choice but (laughs) like just because maybe how you brought up or where you were born and so on you know maybe you are maybe there was no other choice yeah yeah. I don't, I don't know.
1: I think social media is another interesting one, like mm. people's addiction to social media. Yeah. yeah. How do you
0: manage that, Nick? Because especially with your podcast, you know, you kind of have to be on social media, right? Yeah. yeah. I
1: don't use TikTok mm. because I know I would get addicted to it very mm. quickly. Um, <laughs> I use social media and I've now, actually just this week, I've set up the like on the iPhone you can set up like different focus kind of periods. So now between eight and five on Mm. weekdays, I don't get notifications Uh. from anything other than calls and email. Oh, cool. Um, which stops me from checking social media for Mm. the most part, but it's hard. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to set up specific times of day, like Mm -hmm. maybe in the morning and the evening where I check it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like once you start scrolling, like yeah. it's game over, <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> it's a slippery slope. From yeah. There. yeah.
1: And it's like, how do you be productive on social media? Like if you are doing some research for your business or yeah. whatever, how do you make sure while you're on it, you are being productive and doing what you set out to do versus yeah. just mindlessly scrolling? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So is it scrolling that, that you find tough not doing?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think particularly on like the reels. Yeah. I think once you start, because it just automatically goes to the next yeah. one and the next one, and they're so short, so they keep our attention span yeah. and like, yeah.
0: Some of them are good.
1: Yeah. A lot of
0: them are so good, so good at capturing yeah. our attention,
1: especially the ones that um like it gets all the way to the end, but it loops back to the beginning and you don't even realize it started again until you're like a (laughs) bit more into it and you're like, oh, wait. (laughs) So
0: what's your reels like? Is it like, uh, because I get a lot of comedy. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of uh, like Pokemon for content. I click, (laughs) that's another thing with algorithm. I click on one Pokemon. Yeah. I get millions of other Pokemon videos.
1: (laughs) I... Before, I think it was a lot more mixed, but since mm. we started the Instagram page, mm. like even on my personal page, uh. a lot of the reels have changed to that type of content now. Yeah. So more like, I don't know, stuff based on work or running a business or like the inspirational kind of mm. reels. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, yeah. true,
1: Which I don't necessarily want to be seeing like in my downtime. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> Man, your reels are really good. The editing of it, and
1: yeah, it's it's all. I'm awesome. in deep. She does a great job. I'm in deep. Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh,
0: cool. Do you reckon she will be interested for to be on to be on this show?
1: Yeah, I'm sure she would. Uh, you think so? Yeah, she's always got a lot to say.
0: <laughs> does she? Does she actually? Yeah, she's yeah. one
1: of my friends who like when I like catch up with her. I haven't seen her in ages. which yeah. doesn't happen anymore. But mm. like back in the day, yeah. You just have to let her talk for, like, 30 minutes straight.
2: Oh, and let good. her, like,
1: just say everything she needs to say. Yeah. And then you can be like, so, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's She's, ideal. like, a very passionate person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. ideal. No, I love that about her. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I think in the last episode, you're talking about, like, self-branding. Um, yeah, I could tell, like, things she was saying was a genuine. Yeah. You know, it felt genuine. I'm sure it was, you know, like you said, a lot of it um was there's some scripts or structures to it. But mm-hmm. yeah, it flowed so naturally too and I yeah. thought good banter between you two and ah. yeah, good um good passion from, you know, was I'll well, later know that. <laughs> yeah, awesome to see that. Awesome to see yeah. that. Um how are you doing, Nick?
1: Good. Yeah good.
0: Are you sure you you had a tough week this week?
1: Yeah, it's been pretty busy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um should we take a short break and so I can go to the bathroom? So. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I'll be right back. Okay. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep everything rolling like then. <laughs> We're back.
1: Hello. Well, I'm back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so far, every podcast, Nick,
1: mm-hmm.
0: has been, um. there's been a pee break. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Has to be done.
1: Fair enough. Has to be done.
0: <laughs> um I have a suggestion for mm-hmm. a potential topic for your podcast.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um what about um for women mm-hmm. that don't work in corporate mm-hmm. but maybe there there's a topic could be some of the things that you obviously you are, um, your expertise is in co- women in corporate. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the people that are not women that are not in corporate, but you know, advices you can give for them.
1: Right. For people wanting to move into corporate or more, um, more just
0: not just in general. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Cause I remember, um, Kita, like mm-hmm. at the beginning, I was talking to her about your podcast and she said, yeah, she, wonder like how much it would be relevant for her mm-hmm. yeah yeah so maybe right. something that kind of bridges that you know yeah get a bit more audience you know interesting yeah,
1: yeah. yeah i um had a really interesting conversation with a friend who she kind of mentored us i guess mm. when we we're starting this which okay. is cool um but she was like working on a project with one of her friends who hasn't worked in corporate mm. um And this friend is, like, very creative and very passionate, but my friend Grace, like, quickly realized she's actually learned a lot of skills in corporate around um, structure Mm. and kind of how to plan things and, like, how to prioritize and kind of set out a process and all of these types of skills that her friend didn't have. Um, She kind of – it made her realize that she has learned quite a lot from working in like a corporate office which mm. I thought was quite interesting yeah yeah yeah. Cool. That, that would and be cool and I mean um, I think your type of work will probably be like learning very similar like mm. broad skills yeah um, whether it's like a big office or a small one I think yeah. it's still very similar yeah for sure yeah
0: yeah definitely uh, could, could be an episode
1: yeah um, no uh, I'll, I'll add that to the list It's <laughs> <laughs> good better than chat <laughs>
0: bit of notion in there you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and i was gonna ask you nick um you used to dance
1: right yeah a long time ago oh, a long time ago
0: yeah yeah like um latin dancing
1: oh yes yes yeah so growing up i did like ah. actual dancing oh. like competitions and stuff oh, right, um right. <laughs> But yeah, I tried some salsa lessons last year, which oh, was interesting.
0: Cool, cool. What what dance did you do growing up?
1: Uh like ballet, jazz, hip oh, hop. Yeah. Those, oh, yeah, actually, quite a
0: quite a few. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It was um, definitely a bit more like pressure. <laughs> more pressure? <laughs> yeah, Oh, you didn't want to do it. Um, I loved it. Yeah, but it got to the point when I started high school where I kind of had to choose between taking dance more seriously and pursuing that as a career or staying in school um so it kind of got to the point where i had to choose whether i stay with it or quit yeah um and i chose to do school
0: (laughs) so you were in it in it
1: yeah 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 like the whole dance mom's thing that was yeah yeah, that vibe
0: (laughs) (laughs) damn do you ever wonder like what if kind of thing your life would have been so different right
1: it would have Mm. but um A couple of the girls who did decide to pursue Mm. dancing um, went over to Australia Mm. to these, like, ballet schools. Um, And during COVID, apparently, Australia kicked all the New Zealanders out. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Um, So they had to come back and then go to uni. And they were starting, like, quite a few years later, Mm. um, which, like, isn't a bad thing Mm. because they went and pursued something really cool. But, um, yeah, I think I probably would have... True. Had to end up in, like, a, either a corporate job or some sort of... Yeah. Something similar. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, true, true. And how did you find um, Latin dancing?
1: It's it partner. was cool. It was very different because it's yeah. partner dancing. And
0: improvisational.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's actually the male who leads. Yeah, yeah. So, as the female, you have to be really good at picking up on the certain mm, cues, yeah. like... The way they move the hands mm. or whatever it is to know like what they're gonna get you to do next, yeah. whether that's like a turn or whatever. Um so it like it involves a lot of thinking. <laughs> like when you're doing the dancing, you're not just <laughs> dancing like I feel like when you're dancing by yourself, like solo, right? You can kind of just do what you want to do your own style and right. things. But with partner dancing, yeah. you've got to be thinking like. What are they doing next? Man. What are they doing next? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Someone said, um oh well Joe Rogan said it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my friend said. <laughs> oh, my friend said.
0: <laughs> so yeah, what well, my friend Joe said, um, he said uh, <laughs> um like uh conversation is like dancing. Mm. Yeah, it's like you know, you, you're trying to see what that person is doing, mm-hmm. uh you're trying to see if you have anything to say for it, mm-hmm. um, or you just want to let them talk, or yeah, Interesting. that's pretty like mm. a art of you know, felt like that was a very artistic way of describing it. Yeah, it, it is.
2: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
0: But um, yeah. now we should. Um, I, I've done a bit of. Oh, do you do much salsa? Or like um, these days?
1: I actually caught up with my friends from the class last oh, night. Oh, and we cool. decided we want to do like. Maybe the June-July class and get back into it. Oh, get back
0: into it. Back into it. <laughs> yeah. No, um, so I do a bit of Latin dancing. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, I didn't oh, know that. I,
0: I don't, I don't want to say I do it, but I used to do it um, a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: not a lot, but like take lessons and stuff. These mm-hmm. days, occasionally I go to just the socials. Oh,
1: yeah. we should go to one together. We should go, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: There's one in, um, have you been to many socials?
1: No, the um, dance school I was going to did socials on Sundays. Oh, the
0: Viva, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So I went to that and I ended up at Revelry at a ah. salsa night once with my colleagues who <laughs> do not know how to dance at all. So they were oh. just awkwardly standing there.
0: <laughs> oh, man. That's the worst. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I went with Boris once.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 And yeah. it was his
0: first time. Yeah. But good on him because he, he was like, oh. Pascal, I want to be out of my comfort zone. Yeah. I was like, dancing will get you out of comfort, especially Latin dancing. Yeah. You have to, especially as a man, where we have to ask someone. Yeah. At, at the start, it's very hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, if you want to be out of comfort zone, <laughs> I'll take you, take you, to the, uh, take you to the moon. And we went together. Yeah. And, um, so we did the class. Um, so this is where I think we should go to, Nick. It's uh, in Grayland Community Center.
1: Oh okay
0: it's on Fridays oh, yeah every other Friday um and it starts the lesson starts at seven thirty, and then the social starts at like eight thirty or 9 ish
2: right and the
0: good thing about it is it goes on only till 11 yeah so that's like the last song kind of thing and that's it everyone goes home okay. whereas all the other ones like it starts at 10 or 11 yeah Goes until like that's yeah. rowdy
1: hey eh? <laughs> it's rowdy <yeah. laughs> it's a rowdy bunch <laughs> yeah
0: sometimes you get home it ruins the next day and stuff yeah this yeah. one like Pretty chill. Oh, Eleven's like the last song. Yeah, it's a and really good floor. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of space to dance. Um, good mixture of people. Yeah. Really nice vibes. So, yeah, I think, I think that one I can oh. recommend. But that's the one that I go, I went with Boris.
1: Yeah. What did he think?
0: He, um, he enjoyed the class. Yeah. And he was good too. Like, I remember when I first went as stiff as a plank, you know, like <laughs> a plank trying to move. Boris did it? Yeah. Oh, man. So, you know, doing the basic steps in salsa, right? Going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so, yeah, they, they told us the steps with the feet. And then his arms naturally came up. And I saw him oh. grooving. <laughs> I saw him grooving. And I was like, man, he's good. He's Natural. Good. He's a natural. And then, um, and then the, so we did the lessons, which, like, I saw him and he did well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the social, yeah, he, he had a hard time, like, asking. Uh, yeah, which is yeah. totally understandable. What uh,
1: I struggle with with the socials mm. is that everyone that you dance with is at a completely different level and oh. it's a completely different style. Yeah. So Hell yeah. obviously, as you go to more, you kind of learn how to adapt. But yeah. it was quite hard for me, I think. And that'd get yeah. me to do something I hadn't learned in class. Yeah. And then you'd be like, well, where am I going?
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> a people pleaser. Mm-hmm does that come into play like oh if I don't do the moves correctly then
1: there was actually this guy in our class which was the main reason we stopped going oh, okay. who was quite rude oh, and really? he would straight up tell you like mm. why are you in the intermediate class that like, you should go back to oh, beginners really? yeah. and oh you're doing this wrong you should do it this <laughs> way like really critical <laughs> and it got to the point where we were like yeah like we're done with this yeah um oh,
0: so it, it wasn't just you either
1: no no you, yeah. yeah oh well just yeah some other people i've met yeah yeah through doing it but yeah. um i think that was quite tough for me yeah like, i'm just doing it for fun like i don't want to be good at it like yeah. i don't want to be like a professional salsa dance or oh, anything it's just yeah. a hobby like and yeah. i think
0: even if you were doing it to be a professional i think there are Different, you, you can still say those things without being mean, mm. I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Or yeah. maybe don't say it unless that person asks for your feedback.
0: <laughs> 100%. And everyone yeah. there is doing it for a hobby, right? Like mm-hmm. you said, just for fun. So, yeah, nah. I think, uh, you know, there's like law, laws of physics, whatever, and like <laughs> thermodynamics. <laughs> like law no, thermodynamics and stuff yeah and i think uh, one of the laws of universe is um in every class there's someone like that <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true yeah
0: yeah somehow
1: yeah i think there's something really cool in like having a hobby as an adult mm-hmm. that you're like kind of terrible at but you do it anyway
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no, like, i think so
1: because i feel like i don't know for at least for me through high school and uni like mm-hmm. i everything i did like I wanted to be good at mm. and I wanted to like make something of it. And yeah, now yeah. i just like going to the old like salsa class. i mm. like, it doesn't matter whether I'm good or not. Like it's Heck just yeah. for fun.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 I think it's good to be bad at something.
1: Yeah. It yeah. humbles you. It humbles <laughs> A lot. You. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's good for character development. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I reckon. <laughs> but I think it also goes to show that you're not sticking in your own lane kind of thing. Yeah. Because you can't be good at everything. No. And if you are, you are not you're not
1: going out of your lane. something new.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, good on you, Nick. It'll be fun. We should do it. Yeah, i became yeah. keen. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, guess how long we've been going for.
1: Um, couple of hours. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep yeah. two two hours twenty three minutes. Oh yeah. Yeah, well they um because you've got plans after this. It's eleven thirty next. Yes. Yeah. Your plans at 1,
1: 12? At one. At but Kita wants to bus oh, to okay. the shore. Yeah. yeah. So
0: are you meeting her?
1: I'm are driving you... home. Oh
0: driving home, yeah. And
1: then we're gonna hop on the buses.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, okay, from there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah. So probably good time to I don't want you to be late. The, where are you going bottomless lunch right? yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. this should exciting. be
1: good i haven't done one in ages what's up i haven't been to one have you not no oh.
0: what is it is it a is it buffet kind of setting
1: it's no a- it's not bottomless <laughs> food it's the drink oh okay i know i'm like i would almost prefer like bottomless food as well yeah <laughs> but yeah, you like get your meal and then they come around and like occasionally top up your drinks. Oh, okay. Depending where you go, it can be like better or yeah.
0: Have you been to this one?
1: No. Mm. No, it's over in Techa. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's um to celebrate something.
1: Yes, a friend's birthday. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. Well, uh well, good to have you here. Nick, actually, um let me let me just let me just scan my um, preparation notes. <laughs> I think we've touched on everything. <laughs> oh, everything. No, no, we have to touch on no? this. Sorry. Sorry. Though. Let's make it quick. Um, yeah. You have another <laughs> another page you're pursuing or like that you, you are kind of managing on Instagram.
1: Oh, the cake one? Yeah, the cake uh, one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What's happening with that, Nick?
1: Not much anymore. Oh. I, um, during uni, I got really into cake decorating, mm. like really deep down the YouTube hole. Oh. There's, a, there's a big cake decorating YouTube hole and I got stuck down <laughs> it. And then I brought all the equipment and everything and yeah. started like making cakes. And yeah. then people kind of started asking for me to make them cakes. Yeah. So turned it into like a little business. Yeah, there you go. Um yeah. And then I've quickly realized that mm. it's just like, it's like a business that requires so much of my time and yeah. skill that That's I was true. always just making minimum wage on the cakes, yeah. even though I was charging like $100 plus. Right.
0: Just because it takes ages to make yeah. one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah I kind of quickly realized that's probably not the direction I'd want to go in but yeah. it was fun yeah, yeah is like cool. again like using the creative side yeah yeah
0: so um what takes what takes so long is it uh the decorating side or is it the baking itself of the cake
1: um it's the decorating so you bake I was doing like really tall layered yeah. cakes mm. um so I would like bake the cake you then have to wrap it in glad wrap put it in the fridge to like Uh, settle for a day right pull it out make the icing yeah and then you stack it up with the icing put it back in the fridge let it sit pull it out you do the what's called the crumb coat run the outside just to like stop crumbs getting into the next layer so you coat it Put it back in the fridge once that's set, sit, mm. Pull it out, Ew. and then you can do the nice layer on the outside. Right? Yeah. Put it back, let it sit, <sighs> and then finally you pull it out, and you can decorate it. <laughs> so it how, takes hours and hours and hours. Oh my
0: goodness! So how when you put it in the fridge, how long does it go in for?
1: Um. Normally, I would try and do it over like four days, and oh just man. like do that, like thing that evening put it in the fridge and then the next day after uni pull it out and do the next thing yeah yeah um but yeah it like it was fun i had like a whole spreadsheet on like the cost of every ingredient and like all of that and then like to make a different like you have to offer different sizes right so i had to figure out exactly how many ingredients for each Uh, size of cake like Made, like, a wee, like, menu and stuff. Ah, it was very
0: fun. Pre-notion days. Yeah, yeah pre-notion yeah. days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Fun. But, yeah, I can see that, like, yeah, there will be your full time if you were to make something out of it. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, one of my um, colleagues' wives actually does it, like, mm. on top of looking after her child <sighs> and her job. Yeah. Um, but child she doesn't offer it to many people now right, because right. she's just realized the same thing. Like, yeah. It just, it can be a bit stressful. That sounds stressful. There's a
0: thing with like, um, I don't know, maybe there's a name for it, but that's something you can't, I guess you can teach someone, Mm -hmm. but it's not like, you know, press these buttons. You know, coding, for example, it's, you know, reproducible. You know, someone else can learn it and do it. Yeah. And they can, in other cases, a lot of it, copy and paste my code and fix a little bit and there you go. Yeah. With with these things, it's a creative work, so it's so tough to do that.
1: Yeah, Yeah. there is someone I followed from her early days called Just Jess Bougie Bakery. I think it was called Just Jess back in the day, but she kind of just started making cakes on top of her full time job. And now she has two bakeries in Auckland and she hires all these staff and like does the donuts and everything. And I was like, oh, in another life, like that would be cool.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, say, like, in another world, you did it and then you now work full-time owning Bakery or maybe working at the Bakery as well. Mm-hmm. Um, would you have been as happy as you are now?
1: Ooh, I think it would have been hard going straight to running a business. Yeah. like I think there's a lot of skills I've learned in my current job that would be great to yeah. apply to running a business but I think straight out of uni yeah, it would have been quite tough. Yeah, But yeah, I don't know. Because you
0: did have a lot of passion for baking. Yeah. And decorating, obviously. Yeah. And so
1: I think what I would have really enjoyed was, like, being able to grow something, like, yeah, grow the business true. and, like, look for opportunities and things. Yeah, like yeah. That's what I love about working in corporate is, like, mm. looking for the next opportunity and, like, trying to develop my skills and everything. Yeah, That's, yeah. like, what motivates me.
0: Yeah, true, true. Yeah. Is that... um. Are you thinking do you have like a long term plan is that leading into like having your own business like in the future at all or
1: I think working in commercial you really see how much hard work yeah. goes into running a business is that right? for sure yeah. yeah um so I'm not too sure I guess like we're just planning to kind of see where mm. she takes on corporate goes yeah. and see if we can build that up into something yeah. um but i think it's at least a good starting point point. Yeah, sure. um, and we've already learned heaps from it so yeah. yeah but no i do love my job so yeah yeah that's true definitely gonna stick in commercial for a while yeah
0: yeah um how about this um so say she takes on corporate takes off Mm -hmm. Uh, so when it when it takes off um (laughs) when when you have to decide doing that full-time or doing that still part-time and working at the corporate Mm -hmm. um what what would you do
1: we have actually connected with someone in australia um And she is a head of people and culture at a company and she has started doing consulting Mm. for helping um, leaders become like better leaders Mm. and management styles and all of that. And she started a podcast as well. Um, And she's actually doing job sharing for her corporate job now so that she can work less days. Ah. And still have like a leadership position, but do a side hustles, which kind of gets her creativity and drive and things going. Mm. Um, So I'd love to think in the future we could do like a four day work week or job sharing Mm. or something like that, and then you can pick and choose how many days you spend on each thing. Like I think that'd be the dream.
0: Yeah, that will be. Yeah, that will be cool.
1: Yeah. What about you?
0: What about me? If if yeah, when this takes up. Um, yeah, that's a good question. Like, I used to want to own my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was just a vague dream, really. Um, and I love what I'm doing now, mm-hmm. but I don't think I love it as much as other people. Like, right. I have a colleague, um, so you know, like I said, I love YouTube, but like all the things I watch YouTube is not data related. Yeah. Which is, you know, my nine to five, right? But there are people who, kind of, you know, obviously doing data things nine to Mm five, goes home and then um watches kind of YouTube talks on the latest technology in the space. Yeah. And that kind of makes And that's not you. It's that's not me, yeah. Like I love what I what I do. Mm -hmm. But um I'm happy that I do nine to five and I enjoy working every day. But I'm happy to end it at five and do other things after that. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. Having said that, yeah I don't know like Doing the podcast, maybe. I feel like if given the opportunity, yeah. I feel like I could do it because I've, at least with the um, kind of the theme of it, I've made it quite fluid, right? I can yeah. interview anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so at least right now, um, I mean, you know, acknowledging that I'm still in the honeymoon period with the idea, <laughs> <laughs> but at least with the other things I pr- I've pursued, yeah, um, I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah.
1: It's kind of nice being your own boss and just Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. And having my own direction and, and things like that.
1: I actually listened to a podcast yesterday from mm. Hot Girls Code. Mm. It's a couple of girls in Auckland, um, mm. who've recently started this podcast and it was about like what it means to be a woman in mm. tech. Okay. Um, and they were saying, like, their male colleagues just live and breathe, like, coding. Is and that right? Yeah. They were, like, <laughs> it makes them feel, like, lesser if they, yeah. they're not working on, like, a project on the side in their spare time yeah. or, like, watching the latest updates and stuff, mm. um, which I guess is similar to what you, you were saying. Yeah, like, yeah. It's your job, but, like, you're not necessarily going to like spend all of your spare time doing that as well
0: yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah no, definitely i i definitely feel that i eh? like yeah it's kind of makes you think a little bit about kind of uh i don't know first thing is if you're in the right path and because um, you know long term they are gonna be better mm. at you at the things that you are working on so and they will more often than not translate to them making the career, you know, right. progression a bit further. Yeah. Like, I guess this, generally mm-hmm. speaking, you know, there's obviously other things like soft skills and other things yeah. like that. Um, so given that being equal, you know, um, so, right. yeah. So I do think about that. Um, yeah. But right now, yeah, I don't know. I think I am happy that I'm like, for example, pursuing this, you know, mm-hmm. it's obviously not data related. But um, this is something I enjoy and I pursue it. Yeah. So I guess I got bit, I've been, I had been a bit insecure. But I guess these days I've been a bit more secure. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I think it's important to then ask yourself, um, what do I do instead? Mm. And, um, And it, Yeah in my like what what worked for me was asking what i like instead of it um and what i do about it i guess yeah
1: i mean you'll be learning so many soft skills even through doing this that other people just won't get the opportunity to yeah kind of develop right
0: oh i i I hope so but um yeah for me for me this is um i i found that like it whatever i pursue i it just has to be fun for me yeah for it to be like a long-term thing and for me to really put my effort in it yeah yeah and i'm happy i'm really grateful that i find interesting i I find a lot of things like interesting and genuinely Mm -hmm. curious about things and yeah uh yeah when like i think when you started your podcast like yeah to me um that's so cool like um Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 when someone pursues like what they are passionate yeah, about yeah. and um yeah and you know seeing people thrive in that it's oh like that's so cool, cool. Like, 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 obviously i don't know much about women in corporate but really what seeing you make me curious about it and um what i learned from it and uh conversations we shared today for example mm-hmm. like yeah like ah like I, it makes me feel a bit fulfilled. Like, it's very <laughs> oh. fulfilling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I th- I think it is really cool seeing the people around you just be really passionate about what they're doing, yeah. and like whether they do it long term or not, or yeah. whether it becomes something bigger or not. Oh, like 100%, it doesn't matter. Hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent. Yeah,
0: it's so good to see like people, you know, more often than not, getting themselves out of the comfort zone. Yeah, and yeah, doing something they like and they, what they enjoy they're passionate about yeah so cool and it inspires yeah. me so much too
1: no, but, i'm looking forward to seeing where your podcast goes <laughs> as well yeah yeah, yeah. No,
0: i'm looking forward to it too um you know we have to get i'm in deep on this yep. next ne- <laughs> <laughs> well um yeah so i mean we talked about like ending it like <laughs> like 30 minutes ago <laughs> so yeah we have you have to get somewhere nick um i really appreciate you being here uh,
1: yeah, thanks for asking me to uh, it. Thank you yeah. for
0: being here It's my pleasure And you've been such a good guest um, And is there anything The social media and the podcast You want to share for millions of listeners <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, I guess if you're you work in corporate or yeah. as something you're interested in, then mm-hmm. um, give us a follow. She takes on corporate yeah. on Instagram, um, and our podcast she takes on corporate as well,
0: and that's on Spotify. Um, and yes,
1: it's on all platforms. Ah, okay. What platforms. kind of
0: the distribution you use? Um,
1: for Spotify for podcasters. Ah, yeah,
0: Anchor. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think it used, it used to, be, to called be called Anchor. 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 Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, cool.
1: and then that just distributes it out yeah. to most of the platforms. Yeah, cool. It's yeah. free, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's what I used to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah. yeah, everyone should check it out. It's um, yeah. It's uh, even if you're not a woman or not in corporate, it's a fun <laughs> listen. <laughs> well, thanks, Nick. And thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. See you. <laughs>